What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Wars, episode 082 for Saturday, September 25th, 2021. I am Wasabi Ice Cream. As always, joined with my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up? I'm excited. We have a lot to go over. Nintendo just had like a Nintendo Direct. So we got a lot of cool shit to talk about. Yeah. I'm excited to get into it, man. But first, you know, as always, tell the people what you've been playing. Uh, nothing. Yeah? <laughs> All right, that was Played easy. Nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, the only thing I, I just had been super busy this week, so I didn't play anything. Uh, but some like idle games, like oh, yeah. old favorite NGU idle on Steam. Just you know, technically, I'm always playing it. Is that, potato? Is that potato game you're telling me about? No, 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 that's that's something else. That one actually you do need to play. But what the fuck is that one called? Space, uh, space something. I bought it on iOS. Space plan. I don't know. Uh, I wrote a Steam review of that though, but that's not yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> NGU Idol. It's like it, really good. It's like the logical conclusion to all Idol games. There's like an RPG in it. There's like equipment and stats and. <laughs> you told me about it. <laughs> uh, there's blood magic and a time machine and a a tree that you can farm. Uh, it's on mobile. It's not on mobile. It's not on mobile. What? But it it should be because like I don't like sitting here at a PC playing uh, an okay. idle game. So I'm not gonna boot up my computer for an idle game. But um, yeah, that's what that's been happening. That's all that I did. Fun. <laughs> no, idle games are fun. I got like super into them like on mobile like years years back. Actually, during that that year of the clicker show that we did, remember that? Yeah. Old school Gamerverse, like that's that's when I started getting into like idle games. Like a little bit before that, I got into like Cookie Clicker really bad, Tap Titans I got into really bad, uh, the sequel I got into really bad. I got into them bad. It just a lot of them really suck. Uh, uh, when you get a good one, it's like really good. <laughs> I've been running NGU Idol. I wonder what my like lot my time on, on that is. Uh, Two thousand eight hundred hours. <laughs> So. It's like super funny, and like people who don't play idle games, like you gotta like explain to them like the appeal of it. <laughs> like, it's so just you, you don't understand the appeal of idle games until you played an idle game. It's like, just pure fucking dopamine. That's all it is. It's just like, what if you just could just inject dopamine straight into your bloodstream? Exactly. If you're the kind of person who like gets a rush of dopamine when you level up in an RPG, like you're gonna hit idle games like bad. Like, I yeah. Will fuck you up. Yeah. But uh, you know, I I uh I like this one. I've I've learned to like weed out all the shitty ones. Yeah. Uh and this one's like really really good. So. That's good. That's really good. I haven't been playing anything uh new. Actually, that's a lie. I'm playing it right now. Um so we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the direct, but Nintendo well, not just Nintendo, like, everybody got it. It's just the, the Nintendo show. The uh, Castlevania Advance Collection. Just yeah. I fucking bought that. I bought that day one. Okay. So, so those of you who don't know, the Castlevania Advance Collection is a collection, duh, of 
Game Boy Advance Castlevania games. So you got Circle of the Moon, Ari of Sorrow, and Harmony of Dissonance, plus Castlevania Dracula Axe, which is like an SNES port, but not really, of Rondo of Blood, which, what I've been told, is kind of shitty, so I haven't played that one yet. Um, but those of you who don't know, <clears throat> Symphony of the Night kind of kickstarted this like Metroidvania style for those Castlevania games. And they didn't do that again until the GBA games with Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Sorrow, or Aria of Sorrow, and Harmony of Dissonance. And for years, if you wanted to play like a Metroidvania style Castlevania game, that's where you went to do it. And up until recently, they were never released on anything outside of the GBA. The only way to play them was on original GBA hardware, a DS that was backwards compatible, or through emulation. You could never play them on a console. Now they're on everything. PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox. And it's fucking dope. It's only $20. <laughs> Definitely worth it. I played Circle of the Moon when I was a kid. Played that a lot. Played a little bit of Harmony of Distance. Never played um, Aria of Sorrow. That's the one I'm on right now. I've been playing that one like a, like a madman. Still solid. Honestly, that alone I think is worth 20 bucks. <laughs> So yeah. you get all these other games with it, it's fucking dope. They're really good games. If you like good Metroidvanias, these guys, like, these are the cream of the crop for Metroidvanias. Circle of the Moon, I'll argue, didn't age quite as well as the other two, just because it does, it does a lot of the old-school Castlevania shit where, like, you only have one weapon. It's the whip. You can change the weapon with their, like, with their, like, DSS system, which is like a whole other thing I'm gonna, I don't want to go into. But your main weapon's going to be your whip through most of the game. So you have that like delay from when you attack to when it comes out to when you put it back. Uh, your jumps are very um, specific. Once you jump, you can't change the trajectory of your jump, so you're locked into that. If you get hit, it knocks you back like a fucking mile. But it's an open Metroidvania-style game with that kind of control, so that one didn't age too well. But once you get the hang of it, it feels pretty solid. Uh, but that's definitely the one people are not going to be playing. There are people going to be playing uh, Dawn of Sorrow, which, or Aria of Sorrow, which I would argue is like the best one out of the three. That one has a huge map. Um, every monster you kill can drop a soul that gives you like another ability. It's a lot of fun. It's, a, it's so good. And that, I've been playing that like since it came out. <laughs> I bought it as soon as like I saw the direct. And it was like, oh, it'll be available later today. I went on my Switch, bought it, downloaded it, and played it on my lunch break. <laughs> like, that's how much I, I, I was super into it. And it was worth it. Seriously, go pick it up. It's on for everything right now for 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks you're going to spend. Um, I've also been playing Monster Hunter. They just released the new um, Rush update, uh, which is like a fun little mission you can do where you can change your dog companion your palamute to look like rush from mega man that was really cool that's a fun little mission that i ended up doing i just i like monster hunter rise man <laughs> that's another one if you have a switch you should go pick up monster hunter rise you're gonna get a lot of time out of it nintendo's announcing some really cool stuff for it i'm just it i needed to hit pc so why don't you bring that up we'll talk about that later in the show <laughs> <laughs> But that's all I've been playing, man. Just Monster Hunter and Castlevania. And I've been having a blast with them. So, you know, get seal of approval from me. Go pick up Castlevania. 
<laughs> oh, they put some monster. Wait, what is happening here? Okay. I the thing I'm watching was like very. It's very Mega Man. So I'm like, did they put Monster Hunter shit in Mega Man too? But no, they're just showing you what this stuff comes from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Can you share the screen with me, by the way? Because I can't see it on the. Oh yeah. But yeah, there's some cool shit that Monster Hunter's doing. They're constantly dropping new updates, new missions, new monsters to fight, new costumes to get. It's it's worth it. There's some paid DLC for it, but all of it's like. All of it's like cosmetic stuff, <clears throat> which people are going to be pissed off about anyway. It's like, oh, we're going to lock away cosmetics by the paywall. But look at all the other content, actual content you get for free. Like this rush update where you can change your palette mood, that's free. Like you don't have to pay for that. Uh, the Okami one was free. The Akuma armor was free. You just had to do the mission to get it. Calm down. If they want to put like <laughs> behind like a dollar paywall. That's fine. As long as I get all this other cool shit for free, I don't mind it. But yeah, this is this is dope. Seriously, go pick up Monster Hunter Rise. All the uh, extra content for it is definitely worth it. That alone is worth the price of admission. But we have more to go over that later, which I'm excited to talk about. Uh, but first, we do need to talk that the uh, SEC is investigating Activision Blizzard. Blizzard. Finally, those of you who don't know, the... Uh, Yes, the SEC is United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, they're actually launching a full investigation on Activision Blizzard against their practices that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, uh, we had we had some uh, arguments of sexual assault and sexual harassment against employees, uh, discrimination, a whole list of disgusting shit. Yeah, uh, Blizzard employees. And it's gotten bad enough that we're seeing an actual full investigation of it. And they uh, they actually sent subpoenas to uh, a bunch of the high ranking executives in Activision, including Bobby Kotick, uh, which you don't know, like a subpoena is basically an order that says you have to uh, testify in court. So yeah. fucking... That's like one of the most official, official fucking yeah. things that you can you can get. So yeah, now the government's involved, the court system's involved. Like lawyers need to be hired, testify. People need to testify, like under oath. This is getting like serious. And opinion here, good. <laughs> I don't think it's controversial opinion. Like good. I hope. Yeah. Like, we find. I hope that we find a justice for the victims, but more important, this is going to hurt Blizzard financially. You know, investors don't want to be invested in a company that does stuff like this or has a cycle of bad news like this. So yeah, they're more through this investigation is more about trying to figure out whether, uh, Activision lied to their investors about the state of what was happening there regarding the, uh, uh, the regarding the victims of the abuse, so yeah. It, so there's no like, so there's no investigation about like getting something for the victims, which is shitty. But again, the the thing about business is complicated. They they did lie about and to investors about how serious it was and how bad it was. But <laughs> when when they say so, when they say lying to investors about the abuse. 
I'm thinking, well, you probably just didn't tell them <laughs> anything. They probably didn't know shit. Like, it's not like well, you come out there and say, hey, yeah, so we've been, you know, we're, there's some allegations on us about some misconduct. I don't even think they would have said that. I think they brushed it under the rug completely. It was like. Well, a big part of it, too, was like, as an investor, you have the right to, like, pull out whenever you want and sell your stock if things get too bad. Yeah. So with the news cycle and everything happening, the allegations first started coming up. I'm sure investors asked, like, yo, is this, like, legit? You need to be honest with us. Is this legit? Or are these just baseless allegations? And I'm sure, like, you had higher-ups, CEOs telling their investors, no, these are baseless allegations. And this, this never happened. And investors like, cool, we'll keep our money in. <laughs> Which... More and more is coming out. That's not the case. This is like something you have to be honest with your investors up of um, on top of like the state of your company, you know, your profits, um, your expenditure, stuff like that. You need to disclose that to investors. Um, it's illegal to withhold stuff like that. So technically like them lying, if, if they ever, if an investor ever asked them, hey, is this real? And a CEO told them, no, it's not. Don't worry about it. That's, that's something you can get in a lot of trouble for yeah. Um, and it's shitty. That's what it comes to. Like, it's not that, oh, these women were like, not women, everybody there, people who still, even men who like stood up against it got in trouble. But anybody who like got fired or was treated unfairly or, um, God forbid, like committed suicide over this. Like, that's another story that happened. Um, they're, to be, uh, to be frank, they're not going to see any justice out of this, at least not personally, but it is good to see that something has happened to Blizzard because of this. If they lose money over it, that's, I consider that like something happening. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the fact this is going to court though, that is that is very serious. And we'll see what happens next. Yeah. I just want to give credit to the Wall Street Journal for uh, breaking this news. Uh, yeah. They they have a little paywall, so we got to go to Kotaku to kind of sum this up for us. But yeah. sh- sounds like the Wall Street Journal doing their, their journalism over there. Yeah, good on them. In some lighter news, we did have a Nintendo Direct a couple days ago. Yeah. And we got a bunch of shit announced, a bunch of really cool shit. Some of it's kind of shitty, but there's some cool shit there. Uh, they opened up with Monster Hunter Ice Sunbreak, which is their newest paid DLC expansion that's set to drop summer of 2022. Um, they, I'm excited for this. Uh, so those of you who don't know, Monster Hunter has this history back when it wasn't as big as it was now, before World. Uh, they used to release two Monster Hunter games a year, or uh, one game and then the next one come out a year after um, in Japan. You would get the Monster Hunter base game, and then they would release, like, oh, Monster Hunter 3G, which is, like, Super Monster Hunter 3 or something, which came with a whole extra uh, rank to play through on top of it. So you have low rank, high rank. Okay, hold on. Are you, like, about to... Are you about to say that doing that is, like, a good thing and they should be applauded for it, or... I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, okay. Let's see. Give me out. Give me out. (laughs) They would basically release an expansion for it or a new game usually a new game that had all this extra content on top of it it would be like oh here's the base game plus like 
a whole other game's worth of extra content, extra monsters, a whole new rank with new armor, new weapons to fight with. They would do that in Japan. Um, they wouldn't do that here in the U.S. because U.S. players aren't going to pay twice for a game, no matter what content they have. For uh, you'd, you'd... Unless it's Street Fighter. <laughs> like, I'll argue Street Fighter gets a Or like game. Pokemon or... Like, there's a bunch of games that release like two of them, and you go, well, I was going to buy both, but no, they make you, they, they, a lot of people buy both. Well, it's not that they're releasing two games at the same time. Like, they'll release the base game, and then like a year later, it's like, oh, here's like Mosh Hunter 3G. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, like think of it like Street Fighter to like... The Super friends Street. I had, well, Monster Hunter on PSP, like, the friends I had, we would buy like all those games. But the uh, thing is that because in the U.S. they would just release the G version of it, so when they would get Monster Hunter Three and then Monster Hunter Three G, we got Three Ultimate for Wii U. Well, I think they slowed they slowed down with it on PSP. It was it was right. We would get both. We would get like three. They might have. Um, I didn't get like super into it till later, but that's it was so much worse in Japan, and now with it becoming more popular they're kind of releasing the games closer together from japan to the u.s we're seeing that kind of get broken up so for example like um you know monster hunter world came out and then iceborne came out the huge expansion that's like the g expansion for it and that's kind of what they're doing with sunbreak here um this is going to add a uh, whole new levels a whole new rank to play a uh, new big bad monster to fight uh new weapons new armor new trees uh, decorations. I'm cool new trees. That. Oh, you I meant mean, like new skill trees or something? Like uh, skill trees, like, yeah, like skill oh, we got aspens now. <laughs> um, but no, jokes aside, like I am excited for this. I'm a huge Monster Hunter player. I fucking bought World when that dropped. I bought Iceborne the day that dropped. I'm doing the same thing with Sunbreak, and um, it is set to come out summer 2022, and I believe the PC version set to come out the same day right okay or am i making that up they wouldn't say that in this so it must have been somewhere else they did say that in there did they um after the trailer they said during the nintendo direct like we're excited to show you much under sunbreak it will be releasing for switch summer 2022 and it will be coming out for pc as well like they said it like they're really quick about it they're like it's also coming for pc Moving on, <laughs> but they 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 just say it at the uh, at the uh, show. So I'm kind of worried like how they're gonna do it if it's dropping the same day. If it is, it's just gonna be sixty bucks. You get Rise and Sunbreak, or they're gonna split it up with Rise being the base game to pay an extra like thirty, forty bucks, whatever for Sunbreak. I don't know how they're gonna do it for PC. Obviously, it's been out for on Switch forever now, so you just buy the expansion if you don't have the game. But, you know, it's never been, it hasn't been on PC yet, so I don't know how they're going to divvy it up. They're going to have, like, a base game or, like, a base game deluxe edition that comes with Sunbreak. I don't know how they're going to divvy it, but it is coming to PC next year. Um, the same time we're getting it on Switch, <clears throat> which is cool. We're the same year we're getting it on Switch, which is cool. Um, honestly, like, I might, oh, I don't want to start over, but I might buy it on PC just to see, like, the performance <laughs> enhancements. She just started there. Nah, dude. Like I, I told you this already. Like I, my whole family like plays Monster Hunter. Like we are a Monster Hunter family. My me, my brothers, my cousins. I have an uncle who plays Monster Hunter. 
We we have our own like Monster Hunter like group chat that we all like get together in and like arrange like times to hunt with each other. I can't just wait a year and get it on PC. Are you guys send like Monster Hunter memes to each other, like oh man, look oh, yeah. at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Not even kidding. Like we we are into it. Every time a new Monster Hunter game comes out, that becomes our obsession for like the time that game's out. Um. But yeah, we would. Uh, I'm excited for this. I can't wait for it to come out. I'm definitely picking it up day one. Uh, we also got uh, Mario Party Superstars. Got like a pickups. Uh, some new boards got announced for Mario Party Superstars. <laughs> when they it. when they said the word boards, I was like, "Damn, y'all call it boards?" Uh, like I don't know, <laughs> but but no, no, literally it's literally a board game, so they are boards. But I remember when I was a kid. I would call, like, just levels. I would call them boards. I'm from Jersey. We call them boards in Jersey. Uh, or, like, I, I think Pennsylvania, they also call them boards. But, like, we would call levels boards. So when they said boards here, I was like, holy shit. They call them boards, man. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, I but, get it. I've actually heard of that. I know where that comes from because, like, you know, before video games got, like, popular, it was, like, a screen... Like Pac-Man, you know, it was one screen. When you beat it, you move on to the next one. Yeah. So the closest thing, they didn't have levels. You know, the closest thing to it was, like, boards on, like, a board game. So they would call them, like, boards. Moving up from one to the next one. Um, huh. I've actually heard of that before. It's not common for where I'm from, but I have I have heard that before. Yeah. I think, well, some people call them different, though. Some of them call them, like, st- some of them call them levels or stages. Yeah, I called them boards. I think there was like another one that was like really weird. I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, or like lives, like you'd have lives, guys, people, guys, guys. Yeah. yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, we, Marvel Party Superstars is getting some. Uh, they just announced some new boards for it coming from. So those of you who don't know, Marvel Party Superstars is like, like Mario Party greatest hits. It has some of the best. The highest rated boards from the whole franchise, mini games from the franchise. Um, this did announce some boards from the N64 Mario Party game. Don't know how that's going to work with because I've, I've been told the newer Mario Party has some like gimmicks that weren't in the earlier games. So I don't know how they're going to tweak that to make it work. But it's cool to see, like you know, we got Woody Woods, um, that fucking cake. I don't know what the cake is called. We don't need to break this down. This is it's Mario it Party. I've never. I think Mario Party had the coolest thing about this is that it has online play, so you can actually play with friends or like other random people. Yeah. So like that's cool. There, there's been like a hack, not a hack, but like a, a modded version of the N64 games to run on like RetroArch that have online play. People have been doing it that way for a while. So it's well, good if they... Cool um, yeah. This will be really cool to see when it drops. I know I'm not going to pick it up, but I know a lot of people who are super excited for it. Um, also, out of nowhere, we got this uh, trailer for uh, Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars. <laughs> it's a card RPG, but like... Skip. <laughs> very hard card RPG, like... It's really hard on the whole card thing. Yeah. Like, like everything is a card, even work. the... Yeah, this game could work on, like, an actual, like, tabletop, it looks like. 
Yeah, but, like, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's very stylized. It looks cool. Like, I'm not a big, like, card game fan, but... You know, this looks cool. <laughs> I can see some, like, cool shit here. Yoko Taro is a creative director on it. Yeah, it's a Yoko I, Taro yeah. joint, which did yeah. perk my ears a little bit. I was like, okay... Yeah, you know I like what he does. It'd be like the same thing, like if Kojima made a fucking entirely card-based game. I know it was a card-based Metal Gear game. Oh yeah, Metal Gear Acid. Yeah, which I heard was pretty good, but I just cards just don't. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this looks this looks interesting. I'm probably I don't know. I might check it out. It look it looks crazy, but I don't know. It, it looks really cool, but I don't know if I'd play it. Um, we also got a look at Disco Elysium, the final cut that got announced for Switch as well. That's dropping October 12th. Um, about time. I know a lot of people have been asking for this game for a while. Yeah. And it seems like the perfect game to like put on Switch. Like, <laughs> those of you who don't know, um, Disco Elysium is a RPG, but it's played like a pen and paper tabletop rpg like dungeons and dragons like you have roles and stuff you need to make to like succeed or fail but the game keeps going like even if you fail a role it can keep going like i've i've, I've heard stories of like people who like failed a role missed a jump and the game kept going and it took them out a different path and they would if they had made it you don't just die and then try again like the game keeps going and it remembers like the attempts you've made the fails you've made the successes you've had it's really really neat <clears throat> excuse me I liked what I was looking at with it. I've heard, I've been told a lot of good things about it, and I want to play it, but I might drop, I may pick it up actually when it drops October twelfth. It's got voice acting now, so I don't have to worry about having to read everything. Yeah, it was, this was a lot of people's game of the year. Yeah. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? Yeah. Um, and the uh, final cut release, and that just added more content, voice yeah. acting, like. And I played. I played it. Uh, I played like one playthrough where I made a choice that killed me in like the first like twenty minutes, <laughs> okay, and I, I, I never went back. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah I, I need to get in on the uh, director's cut here. Hambo in the chat, guys. We do this live on gamerverse.com/slash/twitch and gamerverse.com/slash/youtube, and you can jump in the chat in there, talk to us. Tell us, yep. tell us what you think of all this, this crazy shit going down. Yeah, we got some cool shit. Uh, we also got to look at uh, <laughs> the Hyrule Warriors expansion. Um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is getting a new expansion. That's that's drop October 29th. Um, I did play Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I haven't finished it, but it's good. Um, it's surprising, like, a really good combination of, like, Dynasty Warriors with, like, Zelda shit, like... Unlike the first Hyrule Warriors, which was like a Dyn- which felt like a Dynasty Warriors game with like Zelda stuff on top of it, this feels the other way around. It feels like a Zelda game with Dynasty Warriors shit on it. Like they they leaned in a lot to like the Zelda stuff, the Breath of the Wild stuff. Yeah, it's, it's really really cool how it works. Um, you still have your um your Sheikah Slate abilities, you know, Magnesis, um, Stasis stuff like that. But each character uses them differently, which is really cool. Like it's it's really cool. I like this a lot. I don't want to go over too much detail, but I like the shit that this game does a lot. Um, and they announced an expansion a while back, and we finally got to look at what's going to be in it. 
Uh, we do know there's going to be some new characters coming out for it. Um, their first wave, um, Garden of Remembrance and Pulse of the Ancients, the two waves that they just released for it. Um, that's set to come out with some new characters, new um, costumes, new gear. It looks cool. <laughs> it looks really cool. Um, I like it. I got to go back and finish it, dude, because I really did like what I was playing. But I, just never I have it. I have the game, and I've not played it at all. It's good. I remember I, like I, I got it. So well, of course I would love it. I'm fucking the biggest Zelda idiot on the planet. You would like it a lot. It's really good. It's really, really good. And you get to see, like, the game. So Breath of the Wild takes place, like, 100 years after um, Ganon wins. And Age of Calamity, you get to play that, like, that whole war leading up to Breath of the Wild. And it's it's Zelda 2, but in 3D. No one gets that joke. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Zelda 2 was the... Zelda 2 was, like, what would happen if Ganon... One. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I can kind of see it, but I think I think that's what like, it was. <laughs> so with this, this is really cool because you get to like you hear the stuff about like the war and everything, and how Zelda had to work her like ass off to get like the different um, races together to like fight Ganon, but it was like too little, too late by the time it happened. You get to, you hear all that shit like secondhand from like history books and other play other characters, but you actually get to play through it here in this one, which is really cool. Um, it's a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. I like seeing all the guardians like at their uh, at their peak. Um, they're all playable too, which is really cool. Urbosa's fucking a boss. I love playing as Urbosa. Um, yeah, it's good. Go go pick it up. I don't know about the expansion yet. Maybe wait till the rest of the stuff gets announced. See if you want to pick it up, but. Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity is a good game, and it gets my seal of recommendation. Okay. And then, uh, news nobody was expecting, Square Enix announced Chocobo GP. Yeah. It's Final Fantasy Mario Kart. <laughs> so this game did exist on, well, it was Cho- Chocobo Racing on PS1, which just doesn't really seem to be in the same vein as that exactly. Like, it's not necessarily for the people who remember that game. Uh, What I think this looks like, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it looks almost exactly like Mario Kart to the T. I'm not talking about, like, artistically. I'm talking, like, stage design. Uh, like the tracks look like they were ripped straight from Mario Kart, I think. <laughs> uh, it's also got that like Mario Kart like aesthetic too, where everything's like really like everything's like really shiny and like colorful. Yeah, really rounded like Mario. It's got like a lot of Mario influence to it. Like if the, like you could drop these characters into Mario Kart and it would fit. Like yeah, and, which you can't say the same thing about like. Bandicoot racing or like Sonic racing. Yeah, it's very it's a very distinct game. I can't say that with this one. Um, it looks interesting. Don't get me wrong. Like, I want to see what Square Enix can do with like a kart racer. But, yeah, it looks uh, it looks fun. Yeah, I was just I was thrown off. I'm like, is that is that like Rainbow Road? There's a there's a turn in here where I'm like that those corners that are that they're showing is like straight out of Rainbow Road. Like right here, 
that 90 degree turn right here is like a distinct feature of Rainbow Road where I'm like, yeah. is this, is that just Rainbow Road? I, like, I don't know. Yeah, it feels really like, I don't want to come out here and say it's like a Mario Kart clone because not every kart race is a Mario Kart clone, but yeah, this is, <laughs> this has got a lot of Mario Kart DNA in it. Just some of the track layouts, I'm like, uh, like this track here reminds me of, was it Mario Speed Mario Speedway from uh, N64? Oh damn! This track, this track looks this like thing that. This got me really cool though. Uh, you can play up to like sixty-four players in an eight by eight elimination tournament. Like that's really cool. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, the game's that big going. Um, it looks interesting. Like I like the idea of like Magicite. You can like collect it, build up your ability before you fire it off. Um, all the uh, abilities are based on like summons or magic and stuff from the Final Fantasy games. It looks interesting. Uh, I'm probably not going to pick it up, but I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people are. I got enough kart racers, man. Like, I'm fine. I'll play it if it hits PC. Is it coming out on PC? I know. Like, I don't know. Which, like, thing, but what's it coming out on? I usually look up everything that gets announced just to make sure that no one's trying to hide the fact that it's coming to PC. Uh... I didn't look up anything. Website. It's their website just shows Nintendo Switch for now. Okay, that's fine. We'll see. That's fine. Um, and another thing we were not expecting, but looks fucking dope. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah. This looks dope. <laughs> like yeah. When oh, I this... saw this opening, I was like, what is this? Like a Splatoon thing? Because, like, this yeah. like, post-apocalyptic, abandoned, like, cityscape thing. And then when Kirby drops in, and you see it's like a, it's a 3D Kirby game. Like, I don't think we've ever had one of those, have we? Like, we've never ever... had. The closest we had was, I think, on the N64, was Crystal Shards. But it was, like, a 2.5D. It was, like, side-scrolling with, like, 3D depth. Yeah. But this is like full 3D, like fucking X Y Z axis game. Yeah, it's 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 Mario Odyssey basically, because you know instead of having the hat that gives you your powers, you're fucking Kirby. So you just you know you can suck. You can suck people off and get their powers. Yeah. Don't just though. This looks incredible. Like this looks great. Uh, this looks great. Like, I didn't know I wanted this till like, they showed it off. The thing about Kirby is that Kirby is not, like, Kirby's not a power, you know, he's not the, he's not an ace in your pocket that you whip out and go, fucking Kirby, like, it's, it's, it's weird to really care that much about Kirby, I think, so, I don't know how well it's gonna do, as long as it's a great game. I think it'll do well because Kirby, Which, Kirby like, doesn't really aside, do numbers. Like, Kirby doesn't do numbers, but I don't think I've ever played a bad Kirby game. Well, exactly. Like Kirby games are great, but they just don't. They're not like they're never huge. They're never huge games. Yeah, uh, I think keeping Kirby alive are like the diehard fans who like buy everything like Kirby's in. Which good good investment. Like Kirby has some good games. Again, I've never played a bad Kirby game. Yeah. Everything Kirby does is like fun, unique in its own little way. 
even if it wasn't my cup of tea, like Kirby, like golf, like Kirby mini golf, like it's not my cup of tea, but it's a <laughs> solid game. It's a solid mini golf game with some Kirby elements to it. Like this looks cool. That's at the drop spring 2022. I like what I was looking at. <laughs> I might pick this one up. I'm definitely going to get this. Mario Odyssey treatment. Yeah, do it. I'm down. I'm definitely picking this up. Should have come out sooner, in my opinion. This should have been like a long yep. title switch, but yeah, better late than never, man. I like what I'm looking at. Um, Mario Golf adds a Koopa Troopa and a Ninji to the game, and two new courses. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. I mean, who's? I don't want to be that guy. I'm sure Mario <laughs> Golf's a fun game. But who like saw this and was like, "Oh, I gotta dust off my Mario Kart or Mario Golf and play as these new characters." I mean, this new game just came cool. out. No one's like dusting anything off. <laughs> like, you're, if you if this is coming out, you're still playing this game if you care about it. Yeah, that's true. And it's cool. It's a free update. Like, you get these two new characters, two new courses to play on for free. Yeah, cool. Uh, we also got Disney Magical World Two Enchanted Edition. So, what the fuck is this game? This looks like uh, like an MMO from like 2005. Like, okay, I'm I'm done playing Maple Story. Time for me to load up whatever the fuck this is. So Disney Magical World was a series of adventure games. I want to say <laughs> that came out on the 3DS, and excuse me. Um, how can I word word it? It's like an adventure slash simulation game where you like explore the Disney theme park and you play like levels and collect stuff based on the theme parks. It's really hard to explain. It's it's hard to explain. Um, but I've been I've heard good things about it. I've heard it's a lot of fun. Uh, this is like an enhanced version of the second game that came out on 3DS, uh, which comes with. Enhanced graphics. I can't tell that they're enhanced, but whatever. Um, <laughs> this looks like a 3DS game. Like, it really does. Just slightly cleaner, but it looks like a 3DS game. Um, and it's supposed to come with all the DLC that came out in the original one, which I didn't... I don't know how you can make DLC for this. Like, Disneyland's like a finite place, <laughs> but whatever. Um, I, there, I'm sure there are people who are excited for it. I'm sure there are people who want to play. I didn't play it when it came out, so I'm not really interested in this like enhanced version of it. But I'm sure there's someone out there that's excited to be playing this on their Switch. And good, more power to them. Okay, there you go. We also got Knights of the Old Republic. It's coming yeah. out on Switch November 1st. The original Knights of the Republic. Which, yay! <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm excited. So what I believe this yeah. to be is th this game's been on mobile for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I hear that's the way to play it these days. Um, so it's good that that version is now coming to other platforms. I think it's also coming to consoles as well. So, Which I'm cool with. I bought this game on... I owned it on the original Xbox. This fun fact, this is the first game I bought on Steam. Oh. Yeah, so when Steam was uh I wouldn't say it's in in its infancy. This is like 2011, 2012. 
Um, I had heard about Steam before and like all the crazy sales and shit they were doing, but I, I was never like a PC gamer, so I didn't really get into it until one day Steam had this huge like Star Wars sale, this huge May 4th sale. And they had Knights of the Old Republic for like $2. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Is that how I can play it now? Because I didn't, I didn't played it since the original Xbox, and the uh, I, I think at the time the iOS version either wasn't out or wasn't working quite as well. Um, so I made a Steam account, put in my credit card, bought that, and it took off from there. <laughs> this is the first game I ever bought on Steam. This is the game that made me like make a Steam account, download it to my my shitty HP laptop, and I've just I've ballooned from there as like a PC gamer, and. It's cool to see this coming out on three on Switch, dude. Um, I, I'm I'm buying this day one. <laughs> That's it. It's being developed by uh, Aspir, the same company that was doing the uh, Kotor remake that we talked about last week. So this is cool. Knights of the Republic's a great game. It's one of the best RPGs out there. It's, I think it's one of Bioware's like best games they've ever put out. And I implore anyone watching this pick it up on Steam if you have Steam right now. If you don't. Play it on Switch. <laughs> this is great. I love this game. And I can't wait to like re-experience it. I love this game so much. Have you ever played it? Nope. I played maybe like the first 30 minutes where you like gotta get some crystals to build your lightsaber and I stopped. That is not the first 30 minutes of the game. <laughs> I mean, well, what is this, first 20 that's minutes? Like, that's the first, after the first planet, dude. You There's no way. Yes, I didn't way. play that much. Yes, way. It's like the the second planet you go to. In the There's game. no way. I think you're wrong yes about way. that. Yes way. <laughs> yes way, dude. Like I, I did. I know I did not play much of this game. If I look at my Steam time, I can look at my Steam time. Cause uh, there's no way I played that much. I can tell you that. I'm telling you, man. Night Souls Republic is like. Terrace is the first planet you. The game starts off on the. Uh, what was it? The Endar Spire. I think is the name of the uh, the ship you're on. Gets attacked by Sith. You crash on Terrace. Uh, you have to save Bastila. That's the whole like first level, that whole first world. And then after that, it's like, oh, he's force sensitive. We should make him a Jedi. Okay, and Steam they... says. Steam says I played one minute. So... <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking way. Man. You're thinking of another game. You're wrong. You're thinking of another game. I'm not. I just described. How did you? I'm telling you, dude. I will just, pull up a gameplay video. I, will I just, pull up... I, I like how I just described the game, and you're like, "No, you're playing a different game." <laughs> you, you, are you really gonna sit here and tell me like this is the only Star Wars game where you get crystals and make your lightsaber? Get the fuck out of here! Like, I pro- I, hey, man, there's a lot of Star Wars games out there, but this one is known for that that specifically. Here, here's a let's play. <laughs> the first hour of the game scrub through that tell me you find a dude finding a fucking crystal you start in, you start in like some like ship right you, yes. like you're being attacked I did that whole sequence and then directly after that you go somewhere and you're like okay time for you to build your fucking lightsaber no you crash on Terrace which is like a Sith occupied like planet and it's like yo Bastila like the whole Jedi we were transporting she's like she got kidnapped by like gangsters so we got to go save her and figure out where she is and get the fuck off this planet <laughs> and then after that it's like oh you're like force sensitive let's teach you the force there's like a fucking montage 
where you gotta like where it shows you like learning the force and you have to like recite the fucking Jedi code. And then after that, then they send you to a cave to go get your crystal and make your lightsaber. After all that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I played this game too many times for you to tell me I'm wrong. Okay, well I don't know. Maybe I played the abridged version because Steam know says what you I got one minute of time in this game, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you played, but but this game's good. Well, sorry for the sidetrack there, but this game's good. <laughs> uh, I was wrong on the date, November eleventh is when it's coming out. I'm definitely picking this up day one. Um, we also got a look at Dying Light Two: Stay Human Cloud version. Yeah, interesting. Hey, Interesting. It's the cloud version of Dying Light 2. I mean... I put out a poll on uh, Twitter and YouTube. You can go to gamers.com slash YouTube. Uh, I put out a poll that asked, have you ever played a cloud-based game on Nintendo Switch? Uh, 20% yes, 80% nah. Now, I did ask... The people said yes, I asked... To elaborate, <laughs> like I need to know what did you play and how well did it work? Because uh, I don't know. This seems like a terrible way to play a video game on the Switch. Yeah, it does. I don't. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> which, which is weird with this, because like we announced, they announced the cloud version that's set to drop uh, February fourth of uh, twenty twenty two, which. I think like the base game comes out a little bit before that, doesn't it? Or am I wrong? Like the actual game. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. No, it's uh-huh. yeah, Dying Light Two comes out December seventh of this year. Okay. So the cloud version's coming out a couple months later, which like is fine. I mean, you gotta like test out the bugs and stuff, get the get everything stress tested for cloud gaming. But I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this is your only way to play it, and you're just like, I gotta play Dying Light Two. I'm sure it's a fine way to play it, but I, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I yeah. I just don't know how that system works, man. It's but like cloud, like streaming games has so many requirements in terms of speed and. Let's be yeah. honest. Nintendo's like online system is not great. Yeah, I just don't know what servers you're tapping into for this. It's not like you're using like Stadia servers and they're just giving it to you on Switch. No, they're. There's some other solution that they're using. Yeah. That I'm, I I need to know how that works. <laughs> unlike Stadia, where it's like a subscription to access servers, you're buying this game. You're giving it yeah. dollars, and then you're playing that game on cloud. So, like, I don't know. That's a harder pill to swallow for me. I mean, if it works, more power to you. But it's a hard pill to swallow for me. Um, but on top of that, they also announced Dying Light. Um, Dying Light Platinum Edition is coming out October 19th. The first Dying Light is coming out for Switch, October 19th. Very nice. This, this is not a cloud version. This is the game. Yeah. I know they didn't show any of this, but... They showed off a bit of it. The textures look awful. <laughs> the oh, textures okay. look really bad. Like, it looks like it's running on Switch. Um, but, I mean, if it's a steady frame rate... Come on, on the Switch. I don't know, man. <laughs> Doom's supposed to run pretty well on Switch, man. Like, 
Yeah, but they had to make it look like shit to do it. And this, like, doesn't look great. <laughs> There's so many trade-offs, man, on, like, gaming. Like, if Switch is your only console, I you should not be playing anything on there that is not exclusive for that system. I agree. Like, I'm sorry. You're just getting ripped off. <laughs> I agree. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a rough version to play it on. The only advantage you have is, like, it is portable, so if it runs somewhat steadily... Even at like 720p, 30 FPS, like I can't complain if I'm doing it portably. But once I hook that bitch up to my TV, ugh. <laughs> I mean, if it works for you, cool. But I think if you want to like really get into gaming right now, the best way to do it, honestly, get a PC, Xbox, uh, get a, get um, Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass. I forgot what it's called for a second. Get Game Pass, and then buy a Switch. Like I think with those yeah. two. The Switch and PC combo is yeah. underrated. That's all I'm doing. I have a PS4 and I never fucking touch the thing. I booted it up the other day to watch uh, Disney Plus because I can't download it to my TV. Mm. That's all I use it for now. What are you watching on there? Mandalorian? Oh, the new, it dropped uh, the new Star Wars Visions. Oh, okay. Anthology series. It's like, uh, imagine like the Animatrix where it's like a bunch of anthology stories with different animation companies. Oh. Yeah, with different anime companies doing it, and that's that's what it is. It's pretty. Is, a, is it about different things too, or is it like yeah, just everyone's a different story? Okay, that's not uh, interesting. The first one is like this wandering Jedi like fights off some bandits from a village. Second one is like this Jedi turned like punk rocker trying to save his like manager. Um, the third one was done by Studio Trigger, the same guys who did like Kill a Kill and Guru. Oh, fucking, yeah, like a fucking ridiculous like fight between like two like. Sith twins. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy how different each episode is. Okay, um, that's really good. I liked it. I mean, that's all I'm using my PS4 for is to like watch Disney Plus. It's like it sucks, but you know I have everything I need on PC and Switch. Um, we're a video game podcast. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving on, we got a Project Triangle Strategy. Got the hiccups. Got a release date of March 4th, 2022. Awful fucking name. Awful name. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What is up with Square Enix and these bad fucking names? Fucking Triangle Strategy, Octopath Traveler, Bravely Default, Great Games, Awful fucking names. <laughs> I remember when this game got announced. It was a working title. It was like they said Project Triangle Strategy working title. And they released a demo for it to try out. And then, sure enough, like four or five months later, oh no, it's the actual, that's the name of the game. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, well, that's what they did with Octopath. <laughs> yes, it was still a bad fucking name. <laughs> um, the game's fine. Well, I have opinions on Octopath that I don't want to go into now, but. Project Triangle Strategy, like, I, I get why they called it that. It's like, it's got a triangle system for combat, a rock, paper, scissors system for combat. And I think, like, the main story has, like, three different routes you can choose from. The game's motif is, like, threes, choices of threes. And interesting, I understand it. But Project Triangle Strategy sounds like a fucking placeholder name. <laughs> like... Well, I think they took the project out, so now it's just 
triangle strategy. First of all, triangle is just a terrible word to put in any game. Yes. Triangle. Uh, strategy makes sense. It, you can call it tri tactics, triple tactics. Ooh. Already better names. Yeah. Even triangle tactics like sounds better than triangle strategy. Like, it's obviously trying to be like a Final Fantasy Tactics thing. I don't know why like they have to call it triangle strategy. It's a dumb fucking name. Anyway, the game looks cool. <laughs> Shit talking the name aside, the game looks cool. Um, I'm not a big strategy game fan. But whenever I play a good strategy game, I like I get into it. Um, and this looks pretty solid. Uh, it's using the same graphical style as Octopath Traveler, this weird like pixel HD style with like pixel graphics, but high definition lighting and water effects and uh, bloom effects. Um, it looks cool. It looks really cool. It looks like it'll be a fun strategy game. Um, everyone I've talked to about the demo said it's a really solid demo. I haven't played it, but I've heard good things about it. It looks interesting, and that's going to come out March 4th, 2022. Honestly, pick it up on Switch when it comes out, or wait like a year and get it on PC, because that's what they did with Octopath Traveler. I think Bravely Default 2 like, just got a PC release too, didn't it? I don't think so. I thought it did. I thought Bravely Default 2 just came out on Steam like a little while ago. Maybe. That's possible, I guess. I'm not paying attention to it. But yeah, those things do t- tend to slide in like that, so it's possible. Yeah, it came out September second, twenty twenty one. Bring the default too. Okay. Oh yeah. Steam right now. There it is. Yeah. Which great game, solid game. Um, but yeah, moving on from that, it looks interesting. Get it on Switch if you want to pick it up day one, or wait like a year and get it on PC. Um, when inevitably, when it inevitably comes out on PC. Uh, we also got a look at Metroid Dread to drop October eighth. This game looks incredible. <laughs> That's all I can this say. Game looks good. This game looks good. Um, I'm not gonna be picking this update one though because I already decided to get Shin Megami Tensei Five. So I'm getting that. That comes out like I think a month later. So all my money is going to that right now. <laughs> uh, but I will definitely be picking this up eventually when I have the time for it. Um, this looks great. It's we finally got a sequel to Metroid Fusion. Which, up in, since Metro Fusion came out, no Metroid games have taken place after that game. So, this is really cool to see this happening. Metroid Fusion is, like, one of my favorite games. It was the first Metroid game I ever played. The first Metroidvania I ever played. Mm. Um, well, it's that and Circle of the Moon were my two, like, the first Metroidvanias I ever played. So, I'm excited to, like, see this coming out and, like, expand on what happened after the at the end of Metroid Fusion. I, I'm excited. And they're not, like, being, like... How can I word it? They're not being, like, Nintendo about it. The games, from the trailers and stuff, it's pretty dark. Like, it's really dark. It's really, like, creepy, foreboding. It's not, like, a bright, colorful Nintendo game at all. Yeah. Like, if I hadn't known Metroid was Nintendo, I wouldn't have believed it showing me this because of how dark it is. But I am, like, very, very much excited for this game. I might like I might cancel my like pre-order for Shimigami and just get this instead. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see before I talk myself out of it. <laughs> um in controversial news, at least controversial to me, <clears throat> we got an expansion pack to Nintendo Switch Online. 
a new membership plan that includes access to N64 and Sega Genesis games. Yeah. Uh, set to come out late October. No pricing information yet. I've never heard of an expansion to a subscription, but what the fuck, Nintendo? <laughs> um, okay, like, every time it's time to shit talk Nintendo Switch Online, which is a lot to shit talk about. Their online infrastructure is fucking garbage. Um, there's no voice chat supported in-game. There's no fucking dedicated like matchmaking on Nintendo Switch Online. Everything's done like in the game itself, not through your Switch. Um, every time I play Mosh with my brothers, there's no in-game voice chat. I have to like use Discord on my phone to fucking talk with them. But I always defended it. I was like, oh, it's only $20 a year. And you get all these like retro games. They're gonna add more games later. I think it's worth it just for the games alone. And then they're like, "Oh, here's a new membership plan. There's a new tier to get N64 games, Sega Genesis games. Which, by the way, most of these Sega Genesis games are on Switch Online anyway. You just fucking buy them on the Switch eShop. They sell a fucking Sega Genesis collection with like most of these games on it. You can buy and download right now on your Switch. No membership required." <laughs> And they're going to have the fucking gall to charge us more for it, make it like a tiered membership, but not fix the fucking online system from the beginning. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Oh, my God. It's so frustrating. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, why? I don't understand. Like, fix the online system first. It's called Nintendo Switch Online. You know, it's not called, like... <laughs> it's not called Nintendo Game Pass. It's called Nintendo Switch Online. Like, fix the online part of it first, or offer it separately. Or make online free and charges for the games. Like, don't fucking lump it together and give me, like, yeah. a shitty online experience. Because this is, this, the whole thing they're advertising here is supposed to just be, like, a bonus perk to what you're already getting, which is the ability exactly. to just play your games online. So, like, they're treating this like, oh, that bonus you were getting, well, now it's... You can get a bon a times two bonus if you pay us more and get some N sixty four in Genesis. <laughs> uh, they like here's what pisses me off about this. If they if they had just released it as like an update for Switch Online, I would have been fine with it. I sound entitled as fuck, but I've been paying to play online with a garbage online system. And I, I always looked at it, I was paying for online, I'm getting the games for free. That's how I always looked at it. And it's a garbage online system, that's how I always looked at it. And for them to, like, announce, like, oh, here's some more games you can do. We're not going to fix the online system. We're going to charge you more for more games on top of it. The only thing that made that subscription worthwhile in the first place, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> what they should do is make Switch Online free, let me play online for free. And then charge you 20 bucks a year for all these games. I think that's the only way they can make this right. Is that they charge you 20 bucks a year for Nintendo, NES, SNES, Genesis, and N64 games. And just let me play online for free with their garbage system. <laughs> uh, but, but wait, there's more. Yeah. So, so they're, adding, they're adding N64. Uh, what's the list of games on that? Hold on. There's like six games 
eight games, nine. Mario 64, which they already gave us, removed our ability to buy, and then now they're saying, oh, you get it through a subscription. Uh, so, you know, that's a, a choice move there. Really Mario, yeah. Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, which is trash, Ocarina of Time, Win Back, which is trash, Mario Tennis, and Dr. Mario 64, which yeah, is basically punishment. a SNES game. And Sin and Punishment, which is a surprise. That's yeah. a great game. Yeah. Uh, gem of a game that has a sequel on the Wii which that no good. one played, play which it. is also good. Yeah. It. good. yeah, It's really good. Hard as balls, but it's really good. Yeah. And this... Excuse me. This is cool. Don't get me wrong. I like seeing these games on here. I've always touted, I think game preservation is really important. But either give me the option to buy the games individually or make the $20 a year I'm paying just for the games and let me play online for free. Because obviously I don't give a fuck about their online system because it's still garbage and they refuse to fix it. Yeah. If they had announced like Oh, like here's like a tiered subscription for the Genesis and 64 games. But on top of it, for you existing subscribers, we're going to add uh, in game voice chat for Switch Online games. We're going to change our whole infrastructure so there's less latency. It runs better. Uh, we're going to add a better like friend system to add friends on. Um, if they'd upgraded the online system and then been like, hey, here for like another $5 a year, you can get Genesis and N64 games. I would have been fine with that because at least the the thing I'm already paying for was better. But no, like if they think what they put out is good enough <laughs> and they're going to charge us and they think it's so good, they're going to charge us for more shit. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like that's the thing that pisses me off the most is like it's not a good online system. If I could play Monster Hunter Rise through Steam, I would do it. But I can't. I play it off their... Off their off of their their Nintendo online service, which is garbage. I tried playing Scott Pilgrim on that thing. It ran like shit. <laughs> I did not play it online at all. Um, Monster Hunter is fine, but I have to use their whole like in-game matchmaking, which is fine. But there's no voice chat supported through Switch Online, which is ridiculous. But you'd think like now that their Switch supports Bluetooth headsets, they would add that in, but they haven't yet. Like. Oh, yeah, I don't think I put that in the doc. They specifically do not allow you to use it with as a headset, the Bluetooth stuff. Yeah. They specifically don't allow you to do that. Not yeah, that... Ridiculous. Yeah. Like, not that they want you to... Or, like, not that it can do that, and they just haven't turned it on. Because the whole, the Switch could do Bluetooth from the beginning, and they hadn't turned it on until just now. But they just don't want you to use them as mics. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. Like I don't I'm paying twenty dollars a year for that, dude. Like, come on. Like Steam is free. And <laughs> I'm fine. I have voice chat. I don't have to worry about like fucking around like a third part. I don't have to have like Discord up for everything. I could if I wanted to. We usually do, because Discord's like great. But if I want to just use stream, uh, Steam, um, uh, Steam uh, online, or use other Steam system and voice chat through that, I could do it. Nintendo doesn't even give me that option. 
I don't understand. Like, why? Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And it's cool seeing all these games. Don't get me wrong. I love these games. I love fucking Star Fox. You don't love Winback. No one, back, so. no one loves Winback. I fucking love Star Fox. I love Ocarina of Time. I I fucking love the sequel to Sin and Punch. I never played the first one. I'm excited to play this. But it's like, come on. I can't help but feel like I'm getting ripped off with this, dude. Like, and it's the fact that, like, I'm paying to play online that, like, bugs me. Like, if they had, like, if it was, like, $20 a year, which is what I'm paying now for online and NES and SNES games, and I just, they just added N64 Genesis games to it. So I'm still paying 20 bucks a year, but I don't have to pay to play online. But I get all these games for it. I would, that, that sounds, that's fine to me. That's fine to me. But they're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was... oh, what you're getting is great. What you're getting is a deal. Here's some more stuff for more money. When that's not the case. What I'm getting is fucking bullshit. There's a lot of people out there that defend the twenty dollars. It's like, well, it's just twenty dollars, man. You can't get ripped off if it's twenty dollars. But no, you can get ripped off for any amount of money. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just because it's cheap it doesn't mean it's a rip off. I mean, I could punch you in the face and go, okay, that's that's a dollar. You'd be like, what? I'm not paying you to punch me in the face. I'm like, it's just a dollar, man. It's not a rip off. Exactly. And I really <laughs> pissed me off about it, especially since, like, let's say, like you're a big Nintendo head. You know, you've had like the Wii. When they first introduced introduced uh, the option to buy these games, you know, that shit doesn't carry over the Switch. You know, if you paid like ten dollars for for uh, for Super Metroid on your Wii, you had to pay fifty cents to carry that over to your Wii U, and then you got to pay twenty bucks a year to play it on your Switch. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. And I guess what you signed up for is digital, but. Nintendo owns all this shit. They, they, it wouldn't be hard for them to like carry over your purchases and stuff. I understand why they don't do that. It wouldn't be hard. But whatever. That's Nintendo's going to Nintendo. And, and again, I wouldn't feel as scummy about this. If it was like 20 bucks a year and I got all this shit, just the games, I'd be like, okay, that's, that's a fine trade-off. But the fact that I'm paying 20 bucks a year to play online, and they always marketed it as like, oh, and on top of that, you get these games. And then to be like, oh, you got to pay more for these extra games. That, that's, that feels super scummy. Like the Genesis games, they got 14 of them. Uh, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, phenomenal game. Yeah. Donald Robachnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, terrible game. Uh, Which, all these games, most of these games are available. It's a Sega Genesis collection. Yeah. Um, that you can buy right now that comes with most of these games. Uh, Castlevania Bloodlines and Contra Hardcore both come in a Castlevania and Contra collection, also available on Switch. So, and I'm not saying you have all, everyone has these, but you know if you yeah. did, like, what's the point in like the subscription? Gunstar Heroes, one of the greatest games ever made. Great game, I love Gunstar Heroes. Musha, don't know what the fuck that is. Strider, the Genesis version is terrible. Uh, Streets of Rage Two, yes. Game. Sonic 2, yes. Shinobi 3, yes. All good games. Shining Forest, never got into it. Star, yeah, okay. And Fantasy Star 4, which I don't know if that's the one that people want, but that's the one that's here, so. Yeah, well, so there's some good games on here. It's just I can't help but feel like I'm getting ripped off. 
the way that they're they're handling. Yeah, I mean, you could just download RetroArch, which is on Steam now, and uh, and you get like you know everything that the Nintendo thing does and more. So yeah, and retro achievements. It's hard to justify this. It's really hard to justify. Uh, this. But there's more to this. There's more to this, though, because yeah, there's more coming out. <laughs> more no, coming I mean, out. there's more to this announcement. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's more. There's they tease like Majora's Mask and shit. But also, they've got controllers coming out that are fifty dollars each. That you can only buy if you're a subscriber. So not only do you have to subscribe and then subscribe to the expansion just so you can buy the fucking controller but they're 50 fucking dollars each <laughs> you gotta pay for shipping and handling they can't just like keep that for you um but you can just get like an 8-bit do controller and i think those are like 20 bucks and yeah. they just work with the switch yeah <laughs> there's no uh, reason yet. It's so frustrating and then not only do they work with the Switch, but they work with like your iPhone or Android. They work on PC. They work on everything you have. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand what the fuck anyone would buy these for. Me neither. Uh, and it's the first time they did it. They did this for an NES and a Super Nintendo controller when those games came out for Switch. Online. Yeah. If you bought those controllers, you're you like ripped off. Like talk about ripoffs. Like it's such a ripoff. Um. Those eight bit do controllers, they work. They're they're pro controllers for the Switch. They do everything a Switch Pro controller does. They have gyro and rumble and everything, uh, but they're cheaper. They're not fifty dollars. I don't understand Nintendo, man. I just I will never understand why Nintendo does what they do. But that's why. That's the worst part. Like people will pay for it. Like. Nintendo used to be like the cheap alternative. Like it was always the cheaper hardware, but the games were cheaper, the system was cheaper. And you still got a decent experience with it. Now that's not the case. Like it's frustrating as shit. And um a big part of it is they're banking on that nostalgia. Like I'm sure there are people who are like, oh I, I wanna play Ocarina of Time on an N64 controller, so I've gotta buy this fifty dollar thing. Which, by the way, like, you still gotta pay for shipping and handling on it. <laughs> Even though, like, you can only buy it as, like, a as a pro member, they still charge you the shipping and handling, which is, like, ridiculous. They should at least, like, eat the shipping and handling for you if you're already paying 20 bucks a year, but whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't even complain if it was, like, if they just, if they release this to the public as, like, a separate purchase, like, then that's fine. But the fact that, oh, you have to, to have the privilege of buying this... You'd be giving us twenty bucks a year already. Yeah, and you're still gonna pay for shipping and handling. Like, fuck you. Yeah. So th- this whole, this whole, every part of this announcement is just like rage inducing. Yeah. It's, it's really frustrating. I know people are gonna like defend them. Like, oh well, just don't pay that subscription. It's like, yeah, but then I can't play online. Like, <laughs> that's what's so frustrating about it. Is like they're they're locking behind a very essential service. Well, I already don't pay for this thing. I don't play this thing online. My Switch is banned anyway. But even if it wasn't, I would not. I would not pay for this. Um, I got what I wanted out of the free things, and not me. I play with my brother, so I, that's what I have it for. At least, like, <clears throat> it just it seems weird. It doesn't seem worth it to me to like do this, especially since like 
they took away the option to buy the games individually with this console generation, and now they're locking them all behind a subscription. Which is again, it's a good deal if it was just on its own. But the fact that like I got to, I got to do this to use an essential service like playing online, it's scummy. It's so scummy, and if other people don't see that, and that's fine. Like good for you, but I I don't like it. I was talking about this enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So mini rant there. Um. We got the Shadowrun trilogy was announced for Switch. That's coming out twenty twenty two. Um, I actually did play the first Shadowrun. It's pretty solid. It's a, excuse me, it's got a very tabletop RPG style to it. Um, I believe those games also have like a dungeon master mode. Where you can like create your own like campaign, which is really cool. Um, pretty neat little game. I'm excited to see that. It's a perfect Switch game too. Uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection is available now. Talked about it already. Fucking dope. Definitely worth it. I love it. Some great games in there for twenty dollars. Yeah. Absolutely pick it up. And then we got um, ActRaiser Renaissance, also available now. Was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> Who was asking for ActRaiser? I don't know. I mean, that's uh, I hear that's a good game, but whenever I play it, I'm like, this game is hard as fuck, man. I, just, I never understand how you're supposed to play. That game is difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult. I've never played it. But I've heard good things about it. Yeah. And this is basically like that, but like enhanced. It looks it looks good. Yeah. This looks cool as fuck. This looks really cool. I like what I'm looking at here. It's got a really like tight combat system. It looks like it's got dodge canceling. Is that is that, that dodge canceling in there? That's cool as fuck. Like I'm into it. This looks really cool. Um I haven't played it. I haven't even played the first act razor, but this looks like fun. This looks like something I would definitely play. Uh, Delta Rune Chapter One and Two are both available. <clears throat> um, Chapter One's been out for a while. Chapter Two just came out on I think HIO about a week or so ago, and now they're announcing it's on Switch too. So that's cool. Uh, it's made by Toby Fox, the uh, Undertale guy. So definitely worth it. I played the first chapter of Delta Rune. I liked I liked it a lot. So I'm probably gonna be downloading this and playing it. It is free to download, so just go check it out. I think Toby Fox was saying that he plans on doing four chapters, and the third and fourth chapter are going to be a, a charge. Yeah. Which, like, is fine for with fine with me. Like, I'll give that dude all my money for anything he wants to work on. I just feel so good. Anything he does, I'm like, yeah, I'll give you my money. We also got to look at Hot Wheels Unleashed. Coming out September 30th. It looks cool. Like... <laughs> We talked about Hot Wheels for a while, and Hot Wheels Unleashed looks cool, showing off a map, ed- a track editor. <coughs> I'm into it. Surviving the Aftermath is set to come out uh, this holiday season. Uh, it's a Paradox Interactive game, which, I mean, looks cool. It's, it's, I'm not a big fan of, like, these city-building games or, like, survival-building games, but it looks nice. Uh, Shin Megami Tensai Five. we got to look at that. Digital pre-orders begin um, already today, September 23rd, when it released, so you can go di- pre-order digitally now. Looks good. I'm excited for that one. Uh, Wreckfest. Never heard of Wreckfest before. I don't know. Yes, you have. I have. <laughs> I have. Yeah, tell me then. Tell me what well, I have. Well, this is a bugbear joint. It's a, it's a demolition game. Remember when Demolition All-Stars came out, and I was like... You could play that, or you could play Wreckfest, which actually yes, has... I do remember that. Which is actually a good game. 
uh, it's like it's a racing game, but it's all about the destruction and just breaking shit. Basically, like Burnout, but what if Burnout was actually a racing game, uh, but still has okay. full-on simulated destruction? Um, okay. It's got like a lawnmowers. It's got like everything down from like lawnmowers to big fucking like cement trucks and shit like that. Um, so you can go on like tracks, or you can just set up like a straight up like arena mode, which is just crash into each other. A uh, lot of fun, lots of fun. Uh, it's from the flat out guys, so yeah. Oh, I mean, it looks cool then, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we also got a look at uh, Arcade Archives Pac Man and Xevious, Xevious. That's available right now. Uh, Rune Factory 5 says drop March 22nd, 2022. I never played a Rune Factory game. I've heard they're good, but you know, there's like fucking five of them. I don't know where to start with it. But to those of you who are excited, there you go, Room Factory 5. And and some slightly cursed news. <laughs> we got a look at the Mario movie cast. This movie is set to come out December of next year. Um, it is an animated movie by Illumination Pictures. Most of you don't know the Despicable Me, Minions, Life of Pets, those guys. Which, I, I don't really like them as an animation studio, if I'm being honest. They make very cookie-cutter, safe, family animated movies, very paint-by-numbers movies. Yeah. I would have preferred, like, Sony Pictures, like, worked on it. You know, the, the fucking uh, Sony Animation, the Into the Spider-Verse guys, uh, Mitchells and the Machines, like, them. I would have loved if they made a Mario movie. That'd be cool as hell, but... Well, you're not getting that. I got Illumination. I just uh, like that out. Miyamoto is involved in yes. the making of this movie, so it's not going to just wonder, be... Like, how involved he is, like, really low. It seems like he's very involved, but I don't know. Yeah, you got to look at the cast. Uh, Chris Pratt. Is the play Mario? <laughs> yeah, that Chris Pratt. <laughs> cool. Uh, he's set to play uh, Mario Star-Lord, which... Imagining that is, <laughs> like, it's hard to get around. Um, <clears throat> it could be cool. I mean, we'll see. I might, I might be surprised. He was, he played, um, God, he played that Lego dude in the Lego movie. A lot of people don't, don't remember that. Uh, what's his name? The fucking main character from the Lego movie. He played that dude. Steve. So, yeah, Steve. Um, a lot of people don't know that because it was like before he got like really big before like Marvel took him out with Guardians of the Galaxy. So he's got like chops to play like an animated character. It's just Mario, though. <laughs> I wonder yeah. is he going to use his actual voice or are going to try to do like an Italian accent that's like, what I was thinking I think you remember the old Mario movie you know Mario's like hey Mario you know he was more of like oh, a yeah 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 so I think he like can kind of take it like, he can take yeah. it somewhere yeah you'll have to wait and see um, Anya Taylor-Joy is the play uh, Princess Peach uh, the girl from uh, the Queen's Gambit which I haven't seen yet it's good, pretty good. Uh, she was also in uh, Marvel's Misfits, which or New Mutants, which fucking sucked. So <laughs> I don't really have an opinion on this girl. Um, I mean, I don't have an opinion on her. We'll see what she does. I don't know. It's an animated movie, so I have to get around like what they look like, what I know they sound like. <laughs> yeah. And see what they do for the actual characters, but we'll see. I mean. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, man. 
if fucking uh, Idris Alba can play like Knuckles, <laughs> I'm sure anyone can play anything. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the IMDb page here. I don't know if you want to talk about like the characters as they pop up, but yeah, we got oh. Charlie Day as Luigi, which like that could work. <laughs> I think you could do a funny spin on it. Yeah, depending on like what Chris Pratt does as Mario, I think Charlie Day can do like a funny like Luigi. Uh, Jack Black is Bowser. Great choice. I I, yeah. I like uh, it. Jack Black, if, if Bowser gets like a singing bit, that'd be cool. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope, because you know, Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele, I hope they make Toad like fucking unapologetically black. <laughs> like, I want him to just make Toad like as black as possible. Yeah. I would love that. That'd be funny as hell, man. <laughs> He's got good range, so I, I want to see what what he does, actually. He does. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, which could work. That yeah. could work. Not the weirdest Donkey Kong voice. Remember that fucking animated series we got for Donkey Kong <laughs> back in the 90s? I loved that show. That show was great. The music was good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Charles Martinette, he's, he's in it. As the cast, I don't know what he's doing though. Do they do they say who he's playing or that, that he's gonna? No, he's, he's just in it. Yeah, which would be cool to see. We also got a uh, got Kevin Michael Richardson as comic, which cool. I like Kevin Michael Richardson. He's got this really deep, growling voice. I don't know how that's gonna work for a comic, but whatever. Fred Armisen as Cranky Con that could be really funny. Sebastian Maniscalco, he's really funny. Him playing Spike would be funny as hell. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know most of these people, so... Sebastian Maniscalco is a comedian. He's really funny, and he's got, like, a very, like, Italian, like, New York-Italian accent. Okay. But, like, when you see the character of Spike, like, I could see Sebastian Maniscalco, like, doing that. Like, I, I could see that fitting for that character. Um, but, yeah, yeah that, that's I don't it know. for the Mario movie cast. It's to come out in December. I think if the Sonic movie could be as good as it was, I think they could do it with this, too. True. True. Sonic movie was way better than I was expecting it to be. Sonic movie was better than it had the right to be, if I'm being honest. Um, and I hope Mario's the same way. Uh, we did get a look at Splatoon 3. Return of the Mammalians. Which I'm like, how is this going to like work? Like... Splatoon 3, I mean, Splatoon is a franchise I never really got into. I played the first one on Wii U when that came out. Didn't bother with the sequel. I heard good things about it, but I didn't bother with it. Splatoon 3 looks interesting, but it's not my... It's, I don't know. I'm, I'm I just want more out of... It just looks like more of the same, except there's just a bunch of new weapons and abilities and shit. What I was hoping for was like some of the, like the campaign is... It seems like it's going to be a bit more open, but... I want you to be able to, like, recruit other players for your, like, team, like, NPC players, and then do actual uh, turf war battles with, like, a team that you created. That'd be cool to see. But the campaign I... is a little bit more open. It talks about, like, Return of the Mammalians, like, mammals, but all I'm seeing is, like, fuzzy, like, tentacles, so... The the campaign the campaigns in the past two games have basically been like obstacle courses. Like they've not been any 
they've not been in- interesting at all. And at the end of like each obstacle course world, you get like a boss fight, which is also like just a big, a giant obstacle course. Uh, I just want more. Like they're saying, there's an emphasis on yeah, this city loves turf war. So I'm just I'm I'm curious as if if that's going to be what the actual campaign is like. We're going to fight some AI squids. Yeah, walk the wait and see. Like I, I'm hoping they do like a campaign that kind of like combines the main game with the multiplayer game a little bit. Yeah. Like Titanfall. Like how, uh, yeah, like Titanfall or like. People shit on Mass Effect Andromeda, but it had a pretty cool like system with the using the online system how it affected the main game. Yeah. Um in the in the sense of the story. Like it's really cool. You can get resources from playing online for your single player game. I'd like to see something like that happen for this. Probably won't, but we'll see what they do with it. They better fucking do something cool. They're gonna charge me more for Switch online, but whatever. <laughs> um uh, they showed and off. then Yeah, and then uh something I was super excited for. They showed off Bayonetta three. Finally, finally, Bayonetta 3 and Shin Megami Tensei 5, those are like the two reasons I bought a Switch. And I am so excited for Bayonetta 3, dude. Um, when they first shot the trailer, I didn't know what I was looking at. I saw the chaos. I saw people speaking Japanese. I saw like the monster. My first thought was Astral Chain 2. Okay. It pissed me off a little bit because I was like, <laughs> Astral Chain was fun. I never finished it. I gotta go back and finish it. It was fun. But I was like, where's Bayonetta 3? Like, <laughs> and then, like, during this little bit right here <clears throat> where they shoot off, because they're all speaking Japanese right now, which is, like, not a thing Bayonetta's, like, done. Like, it's always been in, like, these, like, Eastern European, like, settings, um, vaguely European, like, cities. And everyone always spoke English. I don't think anyone ever spoke anything other than English or, like, angelic in the games. So to see in this, I thought it was, like, Astral Chain 2. Especially since, like, this little monster turns around. You see that that, that fucking dog. <laughs> Astral Chain, the dog, like, mascot costume. And for me, the thing about Bayonetta is that they've already done it, like, twice so as I was like watching this, I was like, okay, they're gonna do a third bayonetta. I gotta think of like how uh is it gonna be just more of the same or is it gonna just be I don't know it's been a while, but I don't know if, if they could just do more of that again, you know? But then as soon as she comes out, I was like, Oh no, yep, no, they can just do that again. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> Like, I'm ready for it. Just do it again. Same. I was the same way. And her costume looks fucking dope. Yeah. They're like, doubling down the witch look for her with, like, the little skirt and, like, the pigtails. It it looks badass. She's so cool looking in this game. she got the tri-barrel, like, pistols. And she just comes up. She fucks this thing up. I don't know if it's an angel or a demon or some new, like, third type of monster that we're fighting now. But it looks fucking badass. I really, really like what I'm looking at here. This game looks fucking awesome. Yeah. She's like casting spells and stuff. She's using, she's doing like torture attacks, but for like multiple enemies. So I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, she had that moment. She turned to like Madame Butterfly right here. So like, it's like a devil trigger thing, like from Devil May Cry. They're kind of introducing here. And then this fucking part, this part right here. <laughs> she does her little dance and you're like, oh, cool. She's going to like summon a monster, fuck this thing up. That's exactly what she does. But uh, it looks like, like you fucking, 
It looks like you can control the monster now. Yeah. Yeah. Like a kaiju fight. I'm I'm like, I'm into this. (laughs) Give me some more of that. This looks cool. (laughs) Yeah. She's like down there, like trying to avoid getting hurt while also controlling the monster, like fight these guys. Like that looks so cool. Like, look at this. I can't believe this is running on Switch. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no wonder it took them so fucking long. (laughs) put this shit out there look at this this looks incredible <clears throat> i am i am oh, i'm so excited dude i am so excited for bayonetta 3 this is another one that's like day one for me dude yeah look at that. this You're fucking, so good that. you're riding a t-rex and skating down like skyscrapers like and that doesn't sell you on the game <laughs> i don't know what is this looks incredible it's set to come out uh, 2022, so no exact release date yet. But we got a year. We got a year. It went from we're working on it, we'll tell you more about it later, to here's a new design, here's some new gameplay, and it's coming out next year. <laughs> I'm excited. I knew, like, I knew Platinum Games wasn't going to let me down. I knew I was going to like, I was going to like what they showed off, and I did. I'm excited. You can either pick this one up. I know you're you're pretty into Bayonetta. You gonna pick this one up? Uh, I just don't want to. I don't want to have to play it on the Switch. It, you it's know, fine. Like Bayonetta one and two ran great on Switch. Yeah. Doctor or on like or on a uh, Doctor Undock, it ran great. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get it, but I don't want to have to get it and then go. Oh, it's on PC now. It's probably it's probably going to happen. At some I don't point, know, man. Nintendo uh, financed Bayonetta two, and that hasn't come out on PC yet. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, the other stuff has happened with Platinum. Where you're like, oh, maybe. Like, Wonderful One Hundred One is on PC That's now. That's true. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited for this. Uh, that definitely Nintendo Direct. We got some quickies to look at. Uh, Fortnite. <laughs> We'll be blacklisted from Apple's ecosystem <laughs> until the exhaustion of all court appeals. I, I like um, years. <laughs> it's, it's funny because Tim Sweeney was just putting out like a bunch of like he's super salty at, about this. Yeah, even I though mean, it's like his fault that it's happened anyway. Like you're not gonna just willingly and knowingly breach your contract and then go hey these guys are being unfair like this is your fucking fault dude so deal with it sure um, what he was trying to do was like rock the boat a little bit bring attention to apple shitty practices which he did yeah but you know, the court case is still like ongoing like but he's like Apple lied. They lied to us. They said if we did this, then we can come back. And it's like, yeah, no, okay, sure. But who the fuck cares? What you reach contract? That's all there yeah. is to it. Yeah. Um, Morally, is it right? Nah, I don't think so. But legally, yeah, like they're in totally within their legal power to do that. Yeah. So he says it could could be as long as a five year process, and um, by then, I mean Fortnite would have just is is going to be gone i would think but you, you never think know so. fortnite's been a thing for like what three years already like yeah so. but i think even now it's like kind of waning like all those like events they do have it come back a little bit but there's like always something like i don't think it's as popular as it was 
in its like climax. Unless they made like a Fortnite movie or something and like really try to capitalize on the idea of Fortnite again, but like they've been doing a lot of shit there. Remember when they did that uh that civil rights like Black History Month like event thing? Remember that? No, I that don't remember. Remember that? No. Oh fuck, dude. They created like some Fortnite like in game like civil rights like museum. <laughs> Where what? you could like go in and like see a, rec- a recreation of like uh, the March on Washington and a recreation of Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" speech. You can actually be in the crowd with it. The problem is, even though they turned off like guns and firing and stuff, people still show up dressed like Rick and Morty and like fucking alien, <laughs> completely like fucking killing the mood of what they were trying to do here. And it's like a whole. You never heard of this? This is like no. a whole ass thing that happened. Like. I want to say back in August. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the worst part is like, I didn't change the loading screens, like coming in and out of it. So you there's pictures of people coming out or going into the fucking civil rights like event they put together. And it would pop up with like a loading screen, like in-game tips. And it would say stuff like, from the reminder, headshots do more damage. <laughs> 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 Oh, God, dude, if you want to fucking read, like, look this shit up. It's, like, it's the most tone-deaf fucking not-thought-out thing I've ever seen, like, ever. <laughs> Seriously, check this shit out. It's fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> side news. Uh, Quantic Dreams, new Star Wars title, has been, at, has been in the works for 18 months. I don't know how I feel about this, if I'm being honest with you. Um... Uh, I know how I feel about this, which is even as a not a Star Wars fan, I'm like, you should not get Quantic Dream anywhere near that franchise. <laughs> but you know, I feel like David Cage is like too far up his own ass to like. Uh, yeah, he's too far up his own ass to tell a good story. There, I said it. Like, <laughs> yeah, Detroit Become Human was some of the most like blatant, like head bashing, like. You get it? You get it? It's about yeah. racism. You get it? Like, yeah. like, he cannot tell, like, a nuanced story, like, at all. He needs to just be so, like, aggressive and over the head with the storytelling. But he'll have, he'll, he will have, like, a lot of, like, good small moments he that does. are, like, peppered throughout. Like, the, the homeless section in uh, the Jody game. I, can, I always forget, like, what the fuck that game. Beyond oh, Two God, Souls yeah. uh, had, like, a homeless section. And I was like, oh, this is actually done pretty well. Like, Yeah, and the, the scene in a Heavy Rain when, like, I think you're, like, at a shop and some, like, dude's trying to rob you and he's pointing a gun at you. And, like, the choices you want to make are, like, there. But because your character's freaking out, the choices are, like, shaking and jittering and it's hard to read them. So yeah. you're like, like, stuff like that is, like, really cool. But at the same time, he's like, oh, we're going to have all these robots, like, be a metaphor for racism. They're going to sing, sing slave songs when they march down, like, the street. Like, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, what are you trying to uh, Hentaro's in the chat says, I like Quantic Dream games. Feels like cinematic Telltale. Telltale's already, you're... like, Telltale's already, like, cinematic enough. I mean, you're saying, like, graphically, they've got, like, it just yeah. looks better. But I, it's not, it's not even like graphically whatever. I just, I, that their, their story, the stories they're trying to tell just never, they never do it. Yeah. 
Doctor. They they never. He always has to do some bullshit and like. At least I will argue that Telltale stories are better than Quantic Dream stories. Like even though Quantic Dream games, I think those are not saying they are better. Yeah, like <laughs> are you seriously gonna tell me that like anything Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, uh, Detroit Become You're gonna tell me any of those stories were better than fucking uh, Wolf Among Us? Really? You're gonna tell me that the straight face? Tales from the Borderlands. Like, no. Tales from uh, the Borderlands. Fucking dude, I like I like every single one. Dead. I like every single one of those Telltale games, dude. Even the Minecraft one was great that no one played. Even uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy one that no one played. I loved it. Um, maybe not so much the Batman. Oh, the Game of Thrones one sucked. That one sucks. But all the other ones, all the other ones were great. Indigo Prophecy, best meme game of all time. Okay, Hamble's on some, Hamble's on some really? other shit. <laughs> really? Because I've seen, like, we're going to talk memes now. The only meme I see from Nickel Prophecy is a shitty, like, sex scene. But to this <laughs> day, I still feel, I still see, like, someone so will remember that memes. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, jokes aside, like, I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm hesitant with this game, dude. I think, like, Quantic Dreams, again, David Cage is so far up his own ass that he, he can't tell a good story without, like, getting in your face about his message. And he thinks everyone who he tells the story to is fucking stupid. So he has to keep beating it over your head to the point where, like, it becomes like it be, it's, it's annoying, like how much how how in it there it is, almost tone deaf. Um, I don't know. We'll see if he could if 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 they can surprise me with something like this, something really cool. I'll, I'll be the first one to like admit I was wrong. But given their track record, they make very pretty games, very good-looking games, but I don't think their storytelling is as good as everyone thinks it is. And when you're talking about Star Wars, um, those are like action movies. We don't think it's like the dialogue. Like it's gonna, This is going to be like a dialogue-heavy thing where you're making a lot of choices and then having seeing how your dialogue it affects the story. I yeah. just don't know if that's what people want out of a Star Wars. People want lightsabers and combat and lasers and uh, X-Wings and shit. They it's don't want the Galactic up. Federation Council meetings. And <laughs> It's funny you bring that up because, like, I keep telling people this. Like, if you hate the prequels, which most people do with good reason, watch Clone Wars. Because it actually has the time to do all this cool shit that, like, George Lucas was trying to do with the movies. Yeah. So it's actually possible to like get invested in like the politics and the dialogue and stuff. Characters who are like one on, who are on screen for like a minute in the movies have like whole backstories and like arcs they go through in the Clone Wars show. So it's definitely possible to get that like storytelling from a Star Wars property. It's definitely possible. Um, the problem is that like they always put them they, they want to do all this shit and they don't have enough time to cram everything in, into it. Um, but Clone Wars is a great example. You could have like really good cinematic storytelling that focuses on actual character, character development, not just like cool laser fights and lightsaber fights. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's definitely possible, but I don't, I don't know if Quantic Dreams can do it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, this is still a rumor at this point, so we'll see if anything comes of this. But um, I don't know. It seems like it is. I, I do welcome that people outside of EA can make fucking Star Wars games now, so. Same. Same. Anyone outside of EA making a Star Wars game, I'm going to look at it. 
Uh, I just don't know if Quantic Dreams can like do tell a good story with it without like <clears throat> getting too caught up in their own message or whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. is like his fucking um his theme of the year is getting too caught up in it. But we'll see. Um Valve added a frequently asked questions page for the Steam Deck, which cool to see. Didn't have to do that. Yeah. And most of the most of the information here is not really uh, important, but there was one. There were a couple of takeaways here that uh, I found interesting. Um, yeah. One being that you can uh, you can dual boot it. So if you did want to put like Windows on it, you don't have to lose your. Steam OS, so you can have both. You can have both Steam OS and Windows, and just go back and forth between the two. I think that Windows experience is going to be less than ideal. I think, I think so people are going to try that and be like, "Nah, I don't want to. <laughs> this is bad." Um, Especially since like Steam OS like already works with like everything you want to use it for. Like it already works with yeah. Steam. You can already you can already boot up. I think you can already boot up like Game Pass off of Steam OS, can't you? No. Game Pass requires Windows 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's something that still needs to be clarified on that. But um, you Everything can link... Though, you can link... Uh, the thing about Psychonauts is that you can actually link your... Nothing else do, does this. That I, Well, maybe other games do it. But you can link your Xbox account in-game and then you can start getting achievements and shit. But... It's not really a Game Pass thing. It's more just like a, hey, you've you've tied your account, so now you're getting achievements in both Steam and Xbox just by playing the Steam version. Um, That's cool. So that might be something you'll want to dual boot for for stuff like you can't download a Steam OS like Game Pass. Or, yeah, I think like Origin still works on Steam OS, right? I think so. And, That's uh, always they were always integrated that. Um. And the other thing is that it will not support external GPUs, which, if you don't know what that is, uh, yeah, I didn't know that was a concern for people. <laughs> like, well, right? the thing the thing is, like, so you could buy like a laptop nowadays, and they wouldn't have like the most powerful hardware. So, what you can do is buy an external cl- enclosure that you can put a full GPU in, and then connect it via like Thunderbolt to if you have a thunderbolt port and then you've got a full gpu on a like a weak laptop yeah um that's what some people like to do that but those enclosures cost like 500 bucks on their own plus what you need to pay for like another gpu so it's not really yeah, worth it to do that i don't think so either like that point just buy a fucking desktop like, uh but some people do that shit so there was people i guess were curious if you could do it with the steam deck and you will not be able to do that so Bit of a bummer for people who wanted that option, I guess, but it seems there's like still, it. a bunch of cool stuff you could you can do with it. Like I'm excited for the Steam Deck. Like honestly, I might I might pick that up over a PS5 if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, I've already got mine uh, reserved. So if you didn't reserve your shit, you're fucked, basically. Yeah, I gotta wait like another year. <laughs> but whatever. Um, and then. Yeah, I'll just ask you like how 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 it works, <laughs> and you can yeah. Steam Deck guy. And then just in more like smaller Steam Deck news, both Epic announced that they're going to support anti cheat, which I didn't know Epic owned Easy Anti Cheat, but I guess they do. 
So they said easy anti-cheat. They're, they're adding for Linux, Mac, and Steam Deck specifically. And also Battleye is going to be supporting Steam Deck and Linux officially. Um, is so Battleye like another like, anti-cheat system? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of Battleye. So that was the problem with Steam OS that they were saying when they announced Steam Deck was that, hey, some depending on the anti-cheat solution that your game's using, it might not work, but we're working on it. And here you go. Those are the two big ones right there. Basically, I think those are two only ones that were still up in the air. And now they've uh, officially announced that they were supporting, supporting Steam Deck. So good stuff. That's cool to see. I like that. I like seeing that. And then, um, this is something that just stuff that I like to see, uh, game preservation. Uh, this group called hidden place, hidden, hidden palace, uh, just released like a dump truck of, uh, unreleased prototypes and demos from, from, uh, Dreamcast and Xbox. But they've also got stuff on this site from like, PS2 and just like all kinds of stuff. But yeah, just hundreds of demos just archived out, uh, just they just dumped out on, onto the site here. So if you, uh, if you like just checking out, like, yeah, there, there, there's stuff in here that you probably just didn't even like know about, but, um, I don't know dinosaur hunting game right here like that's like a demo for like a game i've never even heard of i just googled it right now i think that game ever came out (laughs) like yeah like there's some cool stuff like in here that which is cool to see like it's cool to see not just like the games that did come out but the stuff that never got to come out yeah builds of games that we never saw like well, because we don't get that stuff anymore. If you ever remember, like, Giant Bomb has this um, series of shows called uh, Demo Derby, which they, they look at old, like, PlayStation Underground demos and Xbox Magazine demos. And, like, the versions of the demos that are on that those discs are, like, completely different sometimes than yeah. actual release versions. So it's, yeah. like, sometimes interesting to see, like, what you got versus what they were like working on i remember being a kid and playing like drake of the 99 dragons like the demo like that piece of shit and like (laughs) i remember playing through it and i remember like the wall jumping and wall running worked way better than the base game did and the guns had like limited ammunition to find ammo for your guns which was like not a thing in the final build of the game and I, i have like no way of proving that because it was on, like, some fucking, like, Xbox demo collection disc from, like, a magazine I can never find again. So, <laughs> it's it's cool to see stuff like that. And it's the first, the idea that something like that, like, that one build of the game I got to, I got to play is, like, lost forever. Except in my memory, the memory of people who played it. Like, that's sad. That's sad to think about. Yeah. And it'd be cool to see, like, it's cool that this is happening. We're seeing stuff like that preserved. I like that. Games preservation is important, man. Yeah, and this whole site, they go into details of how they found all this stuff and um, everything. So, so it's a good read if you're, if you're interested yeah. in just... That's cool. I'm bookmarking that. I'm going to check yeah. it out. Sure. That's really cool to see. <clears throat> we got some new trailers. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake. Yeah, so THQ Nordic also had a uh, 
conf- uh, little show yeah where they showed off a bunch of stuff that they were working on um i did not watch that <laughs> i didn't either i did so, see this trailer though and this yeah is, if you're a star Wars, if you're a spongebob fan well, the thing is, like one of the most memed like scenes in SpongeBob history. The thing they don't show what the game is here, which is they don't. They just show a, a cool cinematic with the with the music. The winner takes home. Yeah. Um, and like they show like a bunch of like out of context clips from like of SpongeBob characters and like SpongeBob scenes and like like really quick blinking you'll miss it like little things. Yeah. Little reference, which is cool to see. Don't get me wrong. I, I grew up on SpongeBob, like classic SpongeBob. I rewatched it recently. It's on Amazon Prime, by the way. So I rewatched it recently with my wife. Still fucking solid. Dude, still great. Sp- yeah, it's still funny as hell. Like, yeah. It's surprising how well that those first seasons hold up. And this it looks like this looks like it's trying to appeal to like that crowd. Just seeing the sweet victory bit is like Already, that that's like gonna date like the SpongeBob fans. Yeah. So seeing stuff like this, it's like I think this is meant to be like a game for older SpongeBob fans who grew up watching SpongeBob back in the day. Yeah, I just need to know what the game is. You know, yeah. it's well, it's probably a three D platformer. It could be anything for all I care, but yeah, I'm, I, I I'm... what the game is. Yeah. Like I'm interested in it. I'm interested in it. Um. We also got to look at Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, which is an HD, which is a full remake of Destroy All Humans 2. Which, cool to see they're doing that. I didn't think they'd be remaking the sequel. But it's I, cool to see that happening. I thought they'd get there eventually, yeah. Um, I guess that, that first one must have must have done well if they're doing the second one, or maybe they were just going to do it anyway, but... Um, this is the one that I remember. This is the one that I played. Never played so. any of the Straw Humans games, so... Oh, really? Really? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. What everyone tells me. Have you played the remake? Like, should I just play the remake, or should I like, try to find the old one? No, play the, play the remake. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the same game. It's just, you know, more accessible. <laughs> cool. I'll check it out. I feel like I would like this game. Like, Yeah, it's good. Really funny. It's got a really funny, like... Very like, <laughs> got very funny, dark, kind of gross sense of humor, which I'm into. Like, like a little offensive without pushing the bar like too far. Like I'm, I'm into it. I like it. <laughs> Just this trailer alone is like really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even watch this trailer yet. This is good. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Like, there's so much stupid shit in this trailer. It cracks me up. But yeah, I'm into it. Uh, we got some game releases coming out uh, starting September 28th. We got Away, the survival series. I've never played Away, but this set to, I've never heard of this actually. It's set to come out PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox One September 28th. I've, I've never heard of it. I guess he plays like a sugar glider. Uh, the game describes it as like uh, he plays a sugar glider in your own name. I'm sorry. <laughs> What the fuck is a sugar glider? It's like a rat with wings. Okay. Never seen these things before. You've seen one of these before. You said I've never seen. I've never seen this. Like a bat. It looks like a bat, but it's not. It's kind of like like a rat, like squirrel type of thing. 
but it's got like wings on it's got like a winged uh like limbs kind of like, like like a flying squirrel kind of if this is what the game actually looks like then i might have to check this out <laughs> oh no is it but see it's like what this is weird is it, reminds, is it, it reminds me of Tokyo Jungle a little bit, but like... Hold on, wait, is there audio with this? You're saying it's like your own nature documentary, but is it like... Okay. I was going to say, is it commentated like one? Hmm. Interesting. This is interesting. Interesting. I might have to check that out. Cool. Yeah, I'm adding it to my wish list right now. Yeah. Cool. We got a Dandy Ace... Coming out on Switch and Xbox One. Yes, I played this. Yeah, I it's, remember that. It's that that roguelike, right? It plays like um, it plays like Transistor, but you yeah. use like magic cards instead of uh, well, other cards. You're telling me you like this one? It was interesting. I didn't play it much, but um, you know, it's a Transistor. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, if you've played Transistor. This is kind of... It does its own take on, on things, so... I love Meech Transistor, so this looks cool. Yeah. Um, and then we got... uh, We got uh, Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die, a Heroes Bonds, coming out on mobile, September 28th. I didn't know this was happening. <laughs> it was like a, like a Dragon Quest Heroes type of game. A mobile gotcha game. Which looks fine. I'm not like into Dragon Quest enough to like consider this, but it looks cool if this is a cup of tea, I guess. So if you like this type of game, like more power to you, but not my cup of tea. It looks like it looks like uh, like a '80s anime. Um, the artwork's done by Akira Toriyama, the guy who did a uh, Dragon Ball. Okay, but it doesn't look like oh, it looks yeah, like that. But because usually that his style is like always like Dragon Ball, but this looks like that, but eighties. Like it looks like um, Saint Seiya almost, or uh, um, Ronin Warriors is what I like. I, I can I was see kidding. that. I can see that. A big part of it too is because it's got like the sword and sorcery like aesthetic to it. Like yeah, you're seeing characters with swords and armor and stuff, and. You know, in the 80s, like, all anime looked like this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. Like, Toriyama's just got this, like, old-school style. That's all right. I might try it out. It's free. Dragon Quest Three remake on Switch. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, thank you so much, uh, Leonardo, Mirage Leonardo. We do this live, guys. Uh, he was talking about the um, 83 2021 they announced that a uh, Dragon Quest three remake. They didn't really talk about it at the uh, Nintendo Direct. He was asking what we think about it. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting. It, it's got this uh, art style, kind of like Octopath Traveler, with this like high definition, like pixel look to it. It looks cool. Don't get me wrong. It looks really cool. I'm not a huge Dragon Quest fan. Um, I've never played Dragon Quest really. I played Dragon Quest nine. On 3DS when that came out. What was Dragon Quest 10? I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I played that on 3DS, that remake, when that came out. And I played the newest Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest 11, on a Switch. I'm playing that right now. And it's solid. But I've never like gone back and played the older ones. 
Uh, this looks like fun, though. Like, this looks like a really cool, accessible way to play Dragon Quest Three. Everyone tells Dragon Quest Three is, like, one of the better ones in the series. And oh, we did see this. We did see this yeah. when it when it was announced. I had this in yeah. the... Um, I'm not a Dragon Quest fan, so I'm not sure how to feel about this. I don't really have an opinion. I think I'm it not looks a Dragon Quest fan either. It looks cool. Yeah, I it am. looks I, cool. I like I like JRPGs, so I like this one. Uh, Mirage is asking. I heard Dragon Quest Eleven was really good. It is really good. Everyone should go pick it up. It's a really solid JRPG. It's very vanilla. So if you want something that does something new to turn-based RPGs, it doesn't really do it. But it 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 hits those like how can I word it? It hits those um, fundamentals so well that you're okay with it. It's like imagine like vanilla ice cream, but like really really good high quality like fresh French vanilla bean vanilla ice cream. That's what Dragon Quest Eleven is. Yeah, that's on Game Pass. It is. It's on Game so Pass can, right now. Yeah. It's also available on Switch if you want to play that. Uh, get the definitive edition because that comes with the actual orchestrated soundtrack, and the MIDI soundtrack sounds like dog shit. So <laughs> so Wait, like in game? In game, it has the soundtrack. Yeah. That's yeah. bullshit. Oh, what's funny? Fun little fact here: when the uh, Dragon Quest XI first came out on PS4, the original version, uh, the in-game soundtrack used a MIDI soundtrack for the US. Japan got an orchestrated soundtrack. And the reason why they did that is the fucking composer's a racist. <laughs> he doesn't like the U.S. <laughs> soundtrack. Makes sense. It's a gross oversimplification of what happened, but that's basically what happened. <laughs> uh, the fun fact of, you want to check out a YouTube channel way, way bigger than us. <laughs> um, 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 Stop Skeletons from Fighting did a whole like expose on the Dragon Quest Eleven soundtrack controversy. And uh, they did a a whole thing about it. There's some shit that I didn't even know. The dude's a fucking Nazi too, which I didn't know about. Like, it's it's insane. Uh, but yeah, uh, get the definitive edition. Shouts uh, out to uh, Stop Skeletons from Fighting. Good channel. Great channel. Uh, Leonardo was saying, I think the new Kirby game shown at the direct might be the first Kirby game into picking it up. It gave me Mario Odyssey vibes. Dude, same. Like, I was saying earlier that uh, Kirby. I've never played a bad Kirby game, but this new Kirby game, it's giving me mad Mario Odyssey vibes, and I'm I'm into it. I really want to check that out. But yeah, the Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Adventures of Die, available on mobile September 28th. Uh, we also got Ghost Runner coming out on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Good game. I played the demo. Solid game. I liked it a lot. Played the demo. Felt like I got my fill there. Uh... Maybe I'll, I'll get this like on a on a really good discount one day, but I don't know. Parkour plus, uh, like I other stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't know a little much for me. It's good. I think it's solid. If you like like a good like, it's a really good parkour game. If you like yeah. a good parkour game, this does it really well. Um, we also got uh Lemnus Gate. <clears throat> Excuse me, shit. Uh, coming out September twenty eighth. I've never it heard is a FPS game, I do believe. So the Steam description isn't like the Steam like tag. This is like the actual developer description. Lemnus Gate is the revolutionary turn-based combat strategy FPS taking place in a time loop. 
Oh. Yeah, a lot of shit to get thrown at you. But watching the gameplay trailer, I think I might be into this. Um. Oh, I think I remember seeing this now. Okay. Yeah. I've no, I thought... never heard of this. I forgot where they showed this, but it was some like Sony conference or something. I thought it looked dumb then. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't remember why I'm trying rewatching this again. It looks pretty dope now, but it looks cool. Yeah. I don't see where the turn-based stuff is though. Well, it didn't say turn-based. It said strategy. So it says right there in the description, uh, Lemnus is the revolutionary turn-based. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was the thing. Okay. No, that was a thing. So you, it's turn-based in that when you die, your your previous run continues. That was the thing about it. So you 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 do a run, and then whatever you did at that run gets replayed over and over again. Uh, oh, every shit. time you die, so you can come back. That guy's still running around, and then you are also doing another thing. And then when you die again, that first run goes, that second run goes, and then you do another one. Uh, That's crazy. What? Yeah, yeah. That is insane. That's what it was. <laughs> Not that it was dumb, but it was crazy like that. Yeah. That is insane. That is insane. Okay, so I knew this. You can set stuff up so that you can buff your first run uh, and then like give him a shield and shit while he's doing what he was doing before. Uh, it's it's yeah, crazy like that. I think that's what it was, but I don't I don't remember completely. That is absolutely insane. Like, I need to check this game out. Like yesterday, uh, Leonardo was saying, not sure if you played the demo, but great memories of a zero on Switch was a lot of fun. Basically, and describe as Orient the Blind Forest meets Hollow Knight. It's also on Steam, PS4, and PS5. That sounds cool. Never heard of that before. I'll check it out. Thank you for the recommendation, man. Ori meets Hollow Knight is a that's a big, the big thing to say. I'm watch this it on it right now, and like, I can see that. <laughs> oh, I've heard of this one. I have heard of this one. I've actually seen this. You play as like siblings, and they all have their own like. It kind of reminds me of like trying a little bit. Ah. People and they all have different abilities to traverse, but it's like a Metroidvania. It's not like a level-based like puzzle game. It's a Metroidvania with like puzzles that are throughout. You have to use. Oh, you know puzzles. what this is? This is uh the Lost Vikings. And trying, and trying. The Lost Vikings, old Blizzard game, old Blizzard game. Oh yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah, where you got the, you have the one who has a shield, you have the one who has a sword, and then the other one is the only one who could jump. Uh. And you have to switch between them to solve the puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, this looks anyway. cool. I have heard of this one. This one looks good. Uh, we also got Neo, The World Ends With You. That's dropping on PC September 28th. I've heard yeah. good things about this one. I've heard a lot of good things about this game. This is it's the new one, on, right? Uh, it's been out on Switch for a little bit already. Okay. Um, it's finally coming to PC. Epic exclusive. So, now if that bugs you. Sorry. I don't know what people's issue with Epic is, man. They're they're fine. Yeah, I think like it's if fine too. Your worry is China, then you should not probably don't look at everything else that is has China in their pockets because yeah. you would leave 
the internet forever. <laughs> exactly. But no, World of the Unia looks really cool. I've heard some good things about it. I need to fucking finish the first World of the already. Or maybe just watch a good gameplay video of it. Or just watch the anime and get caught up with what's going on. Yeah. But this looks cool. Uh, New World is also coming out September 28th. You played that. You I played it. Yeah. Uh, if it if they add controller support by launch, I might play it. But yeah. uh, because it, it was good. But I'm like, you should have controller support because it's basically an action game. <laughs> uh, and then we got uh, you want to talk about this next one? Because <laughs> I know you're excited for this. So look, guys. Here we go. Here we go. Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye expansion is coming, and uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to look at the pictures. Not going to look at anything. Just know that's coming, and I'm buying it day one. I was actually doing a new run uh, of of Outer Wilds just last night. I guess I I played that. I played Outer Wilds last night. Um, just because my Steam version is not in sync with I played it on Epic when it came out so my save isn't I could probably just copy the save over now that I'm thinking about it but um greatest game ever made guys greatest game ever made it's getting a DLC expansion and um that's all I gotta say about that this is gonna be the second greatest game ever made <laughs> I got I gotta fucking finish it already I like I started I played for like an hour I liked what I was inter- was I was being introduced to. There's some really cool questions I want to get answers to. I think I see to just buckle down and play it like for real. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to talk to someone about it, <laughs> and I know you're, you're you you want to talk to me about it too. So yeah, yeah. I'll pick it up. I'll, I'll pick okay. it up Close this page. Don't even want to look at it. Okay. Wednesday. September 29th, Insurgency Sandstorm goes to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Insurgency, I think, if I remember correctly, this is like, um, if you like SOCOM, I think this is a SOCOM game. Or a SOCOM SOCOM style. Which, like, people don't like, people don't do that kind of shooter anymore, so... I mean, um, Rainbow Six is trying to do it, but yeah, but it's it's different though. <laughs> well, for one thing, like Rainbow Six is uh oh, you know, I think I'm di- I think I have a different game. I don't think this one's a SOCOM one. The thing with SOCOM is it's third person, and this is not third person. It's very much first person. Yeah, but this is much more like tactical. So like you know, you take a bullet and you're dead, or you're wounded, or you know. They added a lot to this game. I'm looking at this now for the first time in a while. There's like helicopters and like all kinds of shit that I've never the door kicked the door a guy kicked the door in. Uh I don't remember any of that, so they've they've massively updated this. But I like I like more tactical shooters. I, I like a more slow paced methodical shooter. I like when I can creep through like I can like devise a flanking strategy and kind of, uh, you know, be be the guy. I like to be in the guy that fucks up everyone else's <laughs> strategy by just doing something in- incredibly stupid. Um, 
the guy that like blows the whole mission for everybody. Not blows the whole mission or saves the whole mission for everybody. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like just to go like I like to climb ladders and get on rooftops and crawl through the grass like while everyone else is just running through the streets. I'm like, okay, how can I get around? Like I like a smoke grenades is always in my arsenals, shit like that. Or I'm like a throw in the smoke and like maybe it's a distract or while the smoke's over there, I'm gonna go around this way and I don't know. I like doing that kind of stuff. Um and this game's like perfect for that kind of stuff, so it looks cool. It looks like it might might be a fun game to get into. I don't know if it's my cup of tea, but it looks like yeah. Cool. Uh, that's coming out September 29th for like everything. Uh, then September 30th we got <clears throat> Asteria Astria Ascending. Yeah, turn-based RPG with like a hand-drawn art style. This so cool. they showed this for the first time at the Square Enix Tokyo Game Show. Was it Square Enix? Yeah. It was someone they showed it, and um, I was looking at it, and I was like, "Well, this ain't for me." <laughs> but um I, it looks it looks a lot like a vanillaware game guys which is which is dope but um i don't know you 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 throw in like turn base and strategy in it and i'm like i don't know if i got the patience for this right now but it looks dope it looks dope i like this i like the style of it i like the style too i like what i'm looking at like didn't know. I didn't think it was coming out so soon, but you know, there it is. All right. Also, got Darksiders Three is coming to Switch. Forgot that was happening. <laughs> yeah. Um. A lot of people were down on this game when it came out. I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get the chance to play it yet myself. I still want to go back to the the definitive edition like dark Souls one and two because i haven't played through any of those i played I one played them in a while yeah it's been a minute since the last time i played them. i remember the first one just i was a little disappointed on it because i heard so much like shit about it and i was like really i remember being disappointed because it's like here's my beef with dark siders it's like the first one especially it's like how can i word it it's Devil May Cry, but not as good. Mixed with God of War, but not as good. Mixed with Zelda, but not as good. <laughs> no, man. No. It, it does a lot of those things, which cut together it does. are pretty cool, but it doesn't do them as well as the source material. But when you put them together, it's better than this. This, this its parts, I think. Like, Devil May Cry plus Zelda. Yeah, Zelda on its own is not like the Zelda it's doing on its own is not as good as like Zelda full Zelda, but like the, the elements it combines are like really good. Like the combat in a Zelda game is not what you would want. So you take the puzzle stuff from it and you take the combat from something else and you take the exploration for something else and uh, you get something that's better as a that, whole. That's my piece with it. Like I think I was expecting too much going into it. I have to play it again. I think I only played the original version, not the War Master edition. So I think um, I need to play it again and like really like give it a fair shake. Yeah, I don't know. I remember being in love with that game, dude. I, I was like, this is this is phenomenal. I, I know I don't just play it. 
Every time I try to load it up, it's like busted. It doesn't launch for me ever. You should but... when you, if you got if you got the base game, you should have got a free upgrade to the War Master Edition. Yeah, oh, I have it. Yeah, and I have all awesome. of them. That's frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, Darksiders three coming on Switch September thirtieth. Doctor Who Edge of Reality is also coming out September thirtieth on everything. So. I never heard of this game before. I didn't know. You did I? It looks like an FMV game, which, yeah. like, does not. Uh, I don't really love FMV games, but I always find them interesting when I when I see them. Uh, at least that's what it looks like. I'm not sure if it is FMV or just really good CG, but I I don't know shit about Doctor Who. I should I should also say that zero. I... Uh, fell off after like matt smith okay so i was super into it so i don't even know if this is watching it but if it's a good game i would check it out um leonardo was saying that uh cosmic star heroin's another really good jrpg i've heard of that one it's inspired by a chrono trigger and it's Um, like i have that yeah i've heard good things it's a full like jrpg like Leonardo's saying, it takes like 40 hours to beat. I'm not surprised. Um, All right. That looks really cool. Um, what else we got to look at? Uh, E-football. <laughs> Who's excited for that? Like <laughs> Everyone. I know I am. I'm not. For some E-football. This is the Konami joint. This is what they're yeah. renaming their PES. Uh... Or I guess I don't know, man. It's a I don't. You know what would make this succeed? It, well, first of all, I think it's oh, it's not. It's not free. It is not free. Okay, I thought it was free. Or maybe it is. I think it is free because this purchase says it's the premium player pack. Whatever the fuck that means. Um, but if it's free, they're already they've already got an upper hand. Because um, I think people are pretty down on, on that new FIFA game. So, yeah, so all they have to do is be better than that, <laughs> which shouldn't be too difficult. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard a lot of good things about FIFA recently, so yeah, I don't think it's that hard to do. But we'll see what happens, man. I'll play this if it's free. I'll play it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'll play it if it's free. Because uh, that's the thing. I don't want to buy a sixty-dollar sports game only to for it to be shit for one and for two for the next one to come out and be another sixty dollars. Um, so if they're doing what you want them to do, which is have it free, updates for the rest of the time, and you know you buy whatever the fuck they want you to buy additional shit, then that's a good thing, I think. So I don't know. I agree. We'll have to see what they do with it. It might be something solid. I'm not a big sports game fan, so it's not for me, but you know, I'm sure there are some people who appreciate like not getting dicked over every year. Yeah. And then we got <clears throat> God. Hot Wheels Unleashed is coming out September 30th. This is one I was excited for. This looks cool. Yeah. This looks really cool. I really like what I'm looking at with this. This looks so much fun. Like a Hot Wheels, like, balls-to-the-wall crazy racing game. I don't know why this hasn't been done before. If it has been done, it never got more popular. 
This looks like fun. I'll definitely be checking this out when that comes out. We got a Mary Skelter finale also coming out on the 30th for Switch and PS4. It's a visual novel. It's a Japanese <laughs> visual novel. I've heard, I've heard good things about the Mary Skelter game. I thought it was a fighting game. Oh, it, it's a JRPG. Sorry. I thought it was like a visual novel. It's like a dungeon crawler. Okay, it's like a dungeon crawler JRPG. Okay. Okay, which, I mean, that's cool. I like dungeon crawlers. Oh, I'm thinking of Melty Blood. That's the fucking... Oh. Novel. That yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that also comes out the <laughs> 30th. Uh, Melty Blood Type Lumina. <laughs> Melty Blood Type Lumina is set to come out. PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. That is a fighting game based off a visual novel. Okay. Which is apparently like... A solid fighting game. I never, I haven't played it, but I've heard really good things. Uh, Leonardo was saying the only reason I'm buying the Hot Wheels game is you can play as the Turtle Van from Ninja Turtles. Yes, I love that. I think the Ghostbusters Van is in there too, right? Or am I making that up? Yeah, I think. Well, they have like a bunch of different. I don't know if it's like DLC, but they have like a bunch of different official Hot Wheels like licensed car models that you can get. But yeah, this uh, Melty Blood type Lumina is supposed to be really solid. Um, I don't know. I never played Melty Blood. I never played. I've never played the visual novels these are based off of. I've heard good things, but nah. <laughs> I'll probably yeah. check it out. The fighting game once it comes out. This looks like fun. We also got uh, Toy Soldiers HD coming out. Um, PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. I've never heard of this game before. Nope. I've never heard of this game, but I guess it's a uh, HD remaster of an existing like World War II toy game. Um, I'm reading the description. I guess it was an XBLA game that came out like way back in the day. Ah, oh. that's pretty cool then, because those that games you cool. can't play anymore. So that is cool, and this looks like like a proper like war game. It looks good, <laughs> actually. Game, yeah. It looks cool. Just getting blown up. You can like pilot planes. It's like a whole battlefield. It looks cool. Yeah. It's a tower defense game, which like yeah, I'm seeing it a now. Tower defense game works perfect for a World War One game because World War One was kind of a tower defense fight in general. <laughs> like, I think about it the way really with trench warfare and yeah, way, yeah, like, all back like World War One was a tower defense. <laughs> I'm sure there are history buffs that are like pissed off at me for like oversimplifying the the com- the, the the complicated nature of World War One, but yeah, it's what it does, dude. This looks cool as fuck. <laughs> it does. Like it. I put it on my wish I list. Like yeah, same. It's coming out on everything, so I might just pick it up on Switch. It'll be a great Switch game if it runs well. And then we got FIFA 2022 coming out October 1st. So like, if you're into that. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's it for the show, man. That's everything we hit on. Uh, thank you, everybody. Who's there in the chat? Listen to us this whole time. Uh, Leonardo, thank you for coming in, man. It's always great to have people here in the chat asking yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up that Memories of Azure game because I have heard about that one. It was on my list, but I forgot about it. So I'll definitely check that out. It looks like fun. But uh, yeah, Sabi, tell the people they can find us, man. 
Guys, you can go to Gamerverse.com. You can go to Gamerverse.com slash Twitch. Go to Gamerverse.com slash YouTube. You can go to Gamerverse.com slash Discord. That's yep. where we have all our good discussions, such as uh, what's hot right now. What's hot right now in the Discord? Um, nothing. <laughs> oh, fun little thing I forgot to mention. Uh, on my trip to Alaska, my brother-in-law gave me a automatone i think is what they're called automatone what is that it's like this fucking ridiculous like little thing that like makes noises and you can play it like an instrument okay we'll jump in the discord to find out about uh what's up with that what's up with that what's up with that dude that's my favorite uh saturday night live skit because it's so yeah. stupid <laughs> I'm putting it in the, uh, in the uh, multimedia chat in the, the Discord. Okay, so jump in the Discord to find out what's up with that. Um, Atoma, it's like Automatone, I think is what they're called. Automatone. These things are <laughs> I'm walking around with it. Um, uh, other than that, I think I'm going to keep playing some uh, Psychonauts. Expect more Psychonauts. Expect some, uh, expect some, I think I'm going to jump into like an RPG. Yeah. Like a JRPG. I just don't know if it's going to be Tails. Uh, it's going to be uh, Tails uh, or, uh, Scarlet uh, Nexus. Persona 5. Persona 5. No. Persona 5. <laughs> I already started that and I hate it. I mean, I could, fin- I could keep going, but I don't know. <laughs> I heard Tales uh, of Arise is good. If you play it, I'll watch it. Yeah, I think I might check that out. Or I'll play some like the old shit that I should have played a long time ago, but didn't for whatever reason. That's the name of the show. Um. <laughs> That's going to do it, guys. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much, everybody. You have a good one. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. Or not. I'll see you on Reddit if you don't get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>